Hey, this is Sal from Practical Jokers, and you're listening to Live from the Barrage. You know, if you need you need a tux, a suit for a wedding. bar mitzvah, a wedding, <laughs> special occasion, <laughs> night on the town. <laughs> Look no further and just go tux yourself. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the Barrage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sport song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants them. When I'm not picking on my butt, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Like a psycho walks into this shit. Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound Barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, baby? John Hulan, fuck you. I got high with Miles Davis, for Christ's sake. Hello, everyone. Oh, hello. Hello. We're back live from the project. <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> we weren't expecting that. Huh? Hi. Hi. That's our new compressor. Hi, it makes it sound it uh, so good. We're like, uh, it's smooth talk radio now. Gold tones. Nothing smooth about this bitch. <laughs> These golden tones coming out of your speakers. Dave Harrison's back on Live from Brush. Hi, Dave. Welcome. <laughs> How was Florida? <laughs> Florida is, uh, well, I was in, in Miami in particular, and it's always been a city that I fucking hate. Miami in particular? Miami or is the Florida? least, is like, the least, city, but. well, Florida as a, as a whole is a horrible state, but okay. uh, Miami itself yeah, hate is, it. is the least rock and roll city in the United States. And I, really? I think maybe Phoenix is closer, but I think uh, someone came from Phoenix. Who That's was it? Bold statement, <laughs> Super suckers came from Phoenix. Someone. I, I agree with that 100%. But, uh, I, I mean, there's places. there's uh, there's just no, I mean, Hollywood is right above Miami, and that's like the home of cheesy metal, I think, uh, Limp Biscuits from Hollywood. Right. But uh, there's no rock and roll anywhere in Miami. There's a decent soul scene, um, but if you like Cuban music and uh, all of that stuff, I guess. But uh, I think it's it's any place that it's too hot to wear a leather jacket, there's just no rock no and roll. No rock and roll. But uh, <laughs> there are some things that I really wanted to see while I was down in Miami, and and no one has any sense of humor when it comes to the city itself. Right. So you say things like, "Show me the the mansion from Scarface," and they just yeah. like stare at you, and they don't think like, and they're not even uh, trying to be funny. They and just, they like, rollerblade away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Backwards. They take exactly. their their yeah. mesh shirts and their jean cutoffs, and they just they just <laughs> they, <laughs> they just uh, rollerblade they, away. They roll that long board right down the boardwalk, and they leave you. I have to go next week to fucking Florida. Fucking where in Florida it. are you going? I don't even know. My parents live in Florida. No idea. No, people are like, where do your parents live in Florida? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't even know Florida. Lived there. Yeah, when did your parents <laughs> yeah. move to Florida? They didn't. They they got a condo down there last uh, year, and oh. they go down there now. It's a one bedroom uh, apartment, basically. But no, it's it's the worst. And and I wasn't that far from South Beach, which has always been my idea of hell. Like if I die and 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 there was just some place where I deserve to pay for all my sins, it would be like a, a fucking techno dance club in, yeah. in South Beach. I think I'm going to a Heat game though, so it must be close to Miami. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of sprawly out there. I, I was in Aventura, which is a um, kind of a suburb of Miami, but uh, one of my clients, one of uh, my 
company's clients is a uh, luxury hotel, which was awesome. Uh, my girlfriend came with me. She actually got to sit by the pool for three days while I uh, I did work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I get home. I, I get back to the hotel and. Uh, at the end oh, of the you're day. You're like, how am I going to market shit to these fucking assholes? <laughs> well, exactly. That's pretty much what I had to do. And, uh, you know, the, the good thing is you see. Yes, Pompano Beach. How, do, how does Super King know where my parents live? <laughs> and I Pismo Beach, wherever Bugs Money goes, yeah. He goes, to, he goes to Walla Walla, Washington. Does he? Oh, I yeah. thought he was from Pismo Beach. Background check. He made a left turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> Another non rock and roll town. Albuquerque, yeah, is not a. Uh, it's uh, more like meth, uh, Breaking Bad yeah. type town. I kind of right? need Woody right now to tell me if there's any rock and roll bands that have come from Miami. <laughs> like, is there anyone that's uh, worth talking? I mean, I, there's a couple soul guys like Clarence Reed, Blowfly is from Miami. There's a lot of uh, there was a lot of good Miami soul to come out in like the '60s and '70s. Betty Wright and uh, a few others, but uh, there really is no. I think if you wear shorts, you can't play rock and roll correctly. Right, <laughs> like no one looks. No one looks. Anthrax, <laughs> Anthrax, la- latter day Exodus. Yes, that's crazy. Talk. Woody wrote a great article on Exodus. Did you read that? I did. It was awesome on early Exodus. So, the guy from uh, the Brotlow, Ben Smith. Yes, uh, who s- loves our show now? Apparently, does he? He was telling me that he, he said he was listening that, to a couple. He, of uh, apparently, he said that um, he was okay with you know not liking Exodus, and uh, so Woody went and like wrote <laughs> a fucking article. About how uh, bonded by blood rules. Uh, here it is. Boo, boo, boo. This is on uh, the obelisk.net, whatever that is. Spine of Overkill by Woody High. <laughs> Recently, Ben from the Broadlow said that on the internets that Exodus is whack and that he's okay going on record with it. Chances are he's thinking of the stupid videos for Toxic Waltz and Lowrider that he watched on channel U68 in Queens as a kid. I love U68. And the use <laughs> of that in this article made me happy. <laughs> I was just laughing at Rage Against the Miami Sound. <laughs> <laughs> Quit it now. Salsa in the name of. <laughs> anyway, he goes on to say Bonded by Blood is their greatest album. It kicks major fucking ass. And he wrote this gigantic article. Oh, it's really good. It has links and everything. Very professional. Good job, Woody. I'm not going to read the whole thing. but That's uh, or apparently early Exodus rules. And uh, the Toxic Walt stuff is like the poser Exodus. Mm. Shorts wearing, like Dave said. <laughs> no, I'll give Anthrax the exception to the shorts rule. Yeah. Um, but I, when I think shorts, I think like um, epitaph pop punk bands. Like I just think if you wear shorts, you're in ska band or you're in a Epitaph Records like pop punk band. But uh, reggae bands. I let the audience fill that in. I got caught in like a Wikipedia hole the other day where I just kept going from thing to thing, looking at sidemen and people who had played with Guns N' Roses throughout the years, mostly from Use Your Illusion to the present. Right. And there are so many sad men in their mid 40s to 50 oh, right now that have, <laughs> that have played with Guns N' Roses at some point. <laughs> right. And they all have their own Wikipedia page that is meticulously researched. And it's hilarious because it's, it's Tommy's all. Tommy's a contributor. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. He's got his credentials. I really totally, want totally. like a family tree of Guns N' Roses contributors. Like, cause just, just on um, Spaghetti Incident alone, there apparently must have been like 80 guys that played on this that now play like in fucking LA. Dives all over the place. They're yeah. like a former member of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, like not really, card, yeah. not really. Not really. Damn. The uh, um, Mission of Burma is playing tonight, and uh, I've seen Bob Weston wear shorts occasionally on stage with the shellacs. Bob Restron uh, can do what he likes. What Bob Westron? <laughs> 
And the funny thing is, like, Steve will, like, rant and rave on the internet about how people should never wear shorts ever, like, in life at all. I agree with that. And there's Bob Westron standing right next to him on stage with a big pair of goofy shorts. Drummers are the only people that should be allowed to wear shorts right. because it, it sometimes, I understand the whole <laughs> it's argument. Hot back there. No, just the ease of, of if you're wearing tight skinny right. jeans, like, it's hard to, I don't know. Oh. I think skinny jeans should be disallowed then because those are silly. They're dumb. Are tight skinny jeans why so many of bands today's bands suck? Yeah, it's probably yeah. drummers can't rock. They're constricted. <laughs> tight yeah. skinny jeans have <laughs> have the same problem as a as a cheap hotel. You wouldn't find Zutsu Charlie no ballroom. <laughs> but yeah, Miami, fuck it. That place is horrible. Oh, Miami it does have a lot of dolphins. They have the Miami Dolphins, and we're trying to get the dolphin fucker on. You didn't hear the show <laughs> what last is week. The dolphin fuck? What, what, There's I a guy named Malcolm J. Brenner. He wrote, wrote a book called Wet Goddess, which is uh, about he, how he fucked a dolphin in the 70s. How do you fuck a dolphin? Like in its blowhole? <laughs> no, not in its vagina. <laughs> oh. In its vagina with his penis. <laughs> and uh, about we that. couldn't Thank get you. him. I sent him a message, and he wouldn't... Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't get on the show, but we, luckily we have the dolphin on the phone. Hold on. The dolphin, call her? <laughs> You're on the air. <laughs> so we at least we got the dolphin. And I, we can ask him what it's like to have sex with a human. This is a cheap shtick, and I don't, I don't approve of it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You think it's easy getting these dolphin sounds? <laughs> I spent a this, full two minutes. This is you at three in the morning. <laughs> this could be a great thing. This, this is romantic. <laughs> <laughs> now I can see the attraction. I'm hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you orgasm? That's a yes. It sounds like an Asian girl coming. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that sounds like. Hey, Pat? Hairdo's <laughs> 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 yet to be let into the uh, to the house where that happens. Hairdo was on TV this week. No. Yes, he was. No, were, were we talking about that or no? Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Oh. Hairdo was on, uh, I watched it before on my phone with the True TV app. You could watch the TV on the phone now. I feel like we What? It's people. like the future. It's crazy. <laughs> Did you, it's, why, would you watch it while riding on your hoverboard? Yeah, it was. it's like a tiny TV. Mayor Goldie Wilson <laughs> approved app. <laughs> palm of your hand. And uh, there was hairdo in the background of an Impractical Jokers episode where they're playing dodgeball and they're hitting this guy with dodgeballs and hairdo's in the, in the back. Oh, fuck. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was going to be on and then all of a sudden I was watching it and I'm like, hey, holy shit, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there me. I am. <laughs> How do you like that? You like hey, that? that's me. That's me right there. That's me. And I was alone. I had nobody even point to. I was like, uh, Sal okay. from Impractical Jokers. Hey, this guy. Sal from Impractical Jokers. He was uh, doing an AMA on Reddit yesterday and, uh, of course, I asked... Standing up or sitting down to wipe, and he said, "People stand up. You're blowing my mind." So <laughs> yes, that's another vote for sit. Shove it up your asses. Uh, team sit. Down. Congratulations. Love that. Love team that. sit gets team, one. Team sit down. Team sit down gets a good one. And uh, that's the hashtag for the Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I hate when <laughs> you say that to someone and they never even heard of the other way. Like I guess you know, <laughs> people don't talk about this with each You're other, a and that's why. Uh, yeah, you know, You're like, a maverick. We got to bring this out to the forefront. You're a bathroom maverick. <laughs> Silence equals death. I'm going to write a self-help book about this. <laughs> like uh, Ken Shepard's t-shirts. I saw him wearing a silence equals more uh, t-shirt. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, lemon cookie. <coughs> lemon cookie? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> lemon cookie. Thank you, Pete, Tommy, Deesky. And we had great pictures of us drawn this week uh, by... By uh, Mr. King is great. The word you want to use for this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, hideous. <laughs> I like mine. Hideous drawings. And Mike's, Mike, your face is like gigantic. It's awesome. 
Harry, do you look like a 13-year-old girl that has a crush on you drew that picture? Like, it's a unicorn and a couple <laughs> stars and rainbows away from, like... I like it. <laughs> it's the closest to Japanimation I've come yet. You can't see in that picture. He's wearing shorts. He's playing with DRI. That is true. That well, is the base is so big, you can't see anything else. <laughs> does your base like, like an autopsy photo. <laughs> no, I said yours looks like the witness sketch of, oh, this is the homeless drifter that tried to touch me. <laughs> in Central Park, he was hiding behind the rock. He tried to touch a dolphin. It was amazing. I saw him down by the beach. <laughs> Shut up. Either that or I realized with the cigarette hanging out of your mouth that you were just like, you couldn't see your hand that was pushing some girl's head. <laughs> just looking down. <laughs> well, we'd really like to thank uh, How do you do it? Mr. King for that. because <laughs> Exactly. With their ears. <laughs> that is incredible, man. That is that is real good. I, and you can go to hero of, herooflove.com and see all of his hideous drawings of rock stars. Is Ron Wood on there? I believe. Uh, I think he is, yeah. 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 Ron Wood, Billy Joel, uh, Billy Joel's Robert Plant's. All those guys. He's got a in color one up there now of Katy Perry's. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. that's right. I like it. Is it oil painting type shit or is it? No, it's just a hideous drawing with the. Uh, it's coloring it. <laughs> I like it. Did he do the face? Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just her boobs. That's Good. it. That's all you need. Yeah. So thank you for that, Mr. King. No Ron Wood yet. I thought we. Th I thought there was. He's on the chat box right now. And you can go to his website and there's, Ron there's Wood's on one. the chat box. Yeah, Ron Wood's in the chat box. You can't understand what he's saying, whether he types it or says it. Don't Thank you very it. much, Mr. King. That's awesome. Thank you. Good I appreciate job. it. Yeah, excellent. I'm going to need a tattoo of all... Actually, we should get Tommy to get a tattoo of all of those drawings <laughs> on his back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go into hiding, so yeah, it's really exactly. hard to find me. <laughs> I'll be in Europe somewhere. <laughs> I'll stay in, like, you know, like, Northern California and let him traipse around there looking for me. I was watching... A the Mr. T cartoon the other day. Remember that? Oh, boy. That show was so bad. Oh, I it was the worst. That. I was out of shows. I didn't like I it I saw anymore. it there. I'm like, oh, the Mr. T cartoon. Was this on Netflix? No, it was just on, like, a legal computer site that has every TV show. Yeah, how do we run out of things to watch? When I didn't run out of things to watch when there was five channels. I ran now out of I things run out of things to watch on a regular basis. To watch so badly that I started watching Homeland. Homeland's great. Is it? Yeah. I'm up to, like, episode six. It's all right. And by the way, I could see it coming from a mile away. Mandy Patankin is the fucking terrorist. I love that guy. Uh, Don't tell me what happens, but this is my guess. He's such a he's so the terrorist. It's not even funny. That guy's dirty. He's dirty. <laughs> Put him on the dick list. He's up to, he might be the number one dick I ever met in my really? life. Really? You're the, kidding me. The number one. He seems like full of himself, but he, he doesn't seem like such he's a dick. An asshole. Really? You're, like on, Wow, I wouldn't see that coming. I would hear like he's coming he's in. He's a terrorist. That's why. I would like hear like he's coming in and I, I would like my my just I would just shut down and be like, oh really? You gotta get prepared. Oh why? Yeah, what, what the fuck like, is he? What would he do? He was on he Chicago was a, he Hope, was a lot of actor on stage. Diego Montoya. Yeah. That's what it is. He's a stage actor. Oh, okay, okay. Comes in and he just thinks he's the fucking man. Uh, I want. I, I, he was so disrespectful, so nasty, just everything. It was just. Uh, it was the. He's the. He's the complete package of the biggest asshole I've ever. Met. <laughs> <laughs> He'd come in and be like the total no, package. There's no stage here. <laughs> so I, I steered you exactly, wrong, yeah. piece of shit. Where's my Where's my dressing room, sir? Well, you're in a fucking recording studio. Why didn't you front kick him? <laughs> I would have if I had. If I fucking knew I was quitting that day, I would have front kicked his ass. <laughs> I just wanted to go to the barber and say, give me the apathy. I completely agree with the chat box. When Houlihan starts watching the second season, he's going to lose his shit. It's yeah. going to be hilarious. Everyone's the terrorist, right? I, I knew it. it be. So you hated American Horror Story. I didn't watch it. 
You didn't that watch show it? fucking no. sucks. That show sucks. Everyone told me it's horrible. So well, you're the only guy who told me it's good. So I'm not. I'm going with the general consensus. I don't. I don't know that many people that don't like it. I. I I'm on the. I'm on the internet, my friend. I've, I'm reading about these things. They say it's terrible. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I'm I, not going to defend it, but you know, I, think, I did I actually watch good. a little bit of it while I was uh, falling asleep on the couch the other day. But I, did, I didn't. I wasn't caught up. It was in the middle. It was like a recent episode. I don't know what was going on. All I know is Dylan McDermott's was uh, jerking off or something. McDreamy? <laughs> <laughs> or is he McSteamy? I always forget which is which. <laughs> well, Super King says American Horror Story is an awesome, terrible show. But you, you appreciate it as a, a not ironically, Ryan, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's TV regardless. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to be kind of campy at times, and the acting's not going to be. I, I thought the acting on it was actually really good, and it's a lot of big names. Hmm. Uh, jo- uh, James Cromwell and... Uh, they use the same actors and totally oh, wait, different pig. stories. Right. right. Because each season is just a mini-series, and then they start a whole new show, essentially, for the new season. Right. Well, then it's not a show. Right. Like, <laughs> it's not. It's it's a... it's a. Wasn't uh, James Cromwell Stretch Armstrong? He was Stretch uh, uh, Cunningham. Stretch Cunningham, I mean, Stretch Armstrong. What? He was Stretch, stretch Cunningham on All in the Family. Oh. I thought he was on, like, Picket Fences or some bullshit like that. No, James Cromwell's that, like, <laughs> he's been around forever. He yeah, I know. He's, like, 90. Yeah. That's why I could get down with that. You know, he's not around forever. It was the guy from The Wire just dropped dead. Who's that? Proposition Joe. No way. Yeah. Heart attack. 52. Wow. In his sleep. I saw that guy lugging his bags through Penn Station like two years ago. Maybe that's what did it. That's what did it. Well, he was, you know, severely obese. He looked like Black Dad. <laughs> did he? Yeah. <laughs> Your dad looks like Prop Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Poor guy. Conrad Bain. He almost made it to 90. Yeah. yeah he's dead. Betty White just turned 91. 91? <laughs> yep, 91. I, You know what? I wish she had I, never regained popularity. Like, I think, like, sh- her career should have ended with Golden Girls. I don't like this whole resurgence of, like, starting with the Facebook sassy, uh, campaign. Yeah, and, yeah. Right. Sassy old person. Same with uh, George Takai. Like, I, 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 everyone has to know he doesn't write his own fucking Facebook posts or whatever in his tweets and shit. Yeah. Really? I think he's behind that. It's just goofy enough. Like, I mean, he doesn't. There's no writing involved. He's just clipping shit from the internet and reposting it or whatever. But everyone just like they think it's funny because he's old. If it's not right. him, though, it's definitely somebody that has his tone. I mean, everything that I read that he writes is uh, in my the voice in my head is just picturing the uh, Howard Stern uh, uh, character uh, character that I always hear every time. I, I wonder what, what is he re- just released a fucking book about his Facebook and Twitter following. <laughs> yeah. He did. Yeah, why I not, can see why that. not monetize that motherfucker? <laughs> exactly. That's like I wonder what is. A, that's like putting out a phonograph about your techno record. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's my techno track. <laughs> I wonder what his refrigerator looks like. Is it like just all clippings from the newspaper, like with magazines that's just covered in, in fucking comics and things from the internet? And <laughs> no, he fucked. He up thinks a, everything is great. He fucked up and bought a stainless steel refrigerator, so now he has to store all that <laughs> yeah. shit in shoeboxes. Oh, so my parents did that. <laughs> <laughs> my parents had no idea. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! <laughs> so let's beat the shit out of him then. <laughs> what? I'm what? kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> beat the shit out of George the guy because he ran out of room in his refrigerator and had to put things in shoeboxes. It's Takei. It's like, Takei. Okay. That's right. Reminds yeah. of gay. It is. It's, it's, it's not Takei. It's Takei. <laughs> no, it's, it's Takei. Oh really? Common misconception. Yeah. Ah, I guess it's like the Neil Peart okay. Neil Peart thing. Yeah. Except we don't we don't hate we don't hate George Takei's band. It's Takei. Even the Dolphin knows that. Sorry, I just I I, I wasted this. What do you say there, bottle nose? <laughs> <laughs> A question for the Dolphin from the Cherokee Boys, Johnny Brennan. What do you say there, bottle nose? I love that. What's the retort? <laughs> 
By the way, uh, speaking of Facebook, you know these people like uh, who check in from places, Worst. and like they check in from their own house, you know, and it's like Casa de Harrison or some bullshit. I've never like that. done that. No, I know. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying that if you're one of those people, Fuck kill you. yourself. Go touch yourself. <laughs> Go fuck a dolphin. <laughs> I hate that. It's Casa de fucking Wuhan. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> fucking assholes. She consider a suspended. I, you know By the way, yeah, John I've Solomon got- coming in a little later. Class <laughs> yeah. this place up a bit. <laughs> You're listening to Live from the Barrage. Holy God. Uh, John Solomon, of course, of uh, WPRB and uh, the record label Comedy Minus One. Is he coming in or calling in? Oh, he's calling in. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to make room. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to fucking on. move. It's going to straighten up a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he plays a lot of police teeth. <laughs> Probably because it's mentioned on the internet every five seconds. Hey, what were you going to say, Dave? I was, I was going to rant about something. I completely forgot what I was going to say. No, that's not good. Yeah, rant anyway. Rant about anything. Go hey, for it. Did anybody watch that Lance Armstrong nonsense last night? Yeah, I don't care about it. I never liked that freak. Dick, yeah. I don't give a shit. I heard he's another one. He's one of the biggest fucking assholes out there. Yeah, he seems like it. Just personality-wise, yeah, I heard he always has I bet been. he's not anymore. He's not interested in it. Uh, the, uh, it's like two pages of fucking... Lance Armstrong bullshit in the paper, and I just, I just flip the page because I'm not. It's not. It's not fun. It's not I've funny. Read, I've read more horrible things about him from people who were formerly employed by him than like fucking William Shatner. Yeah, like have, nobody has a nice word to say about this fucking asshole. When you were fucking the Olsen twins, were they talking shit about him? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Even the bicycle repair Jesus guys. Christ, like, what man, a what dick. the fuck? Why don't we just change the name of this show to fucking Harrison blows up all Walsh's fucking shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, they're not waiting at the W Hotel for you, you right now. You can't do shit anymore. <laughs> This oh, by the way, Woody, uh, you know these fucking Sandy Hook conspiracy nuts? These oh my god, I watched that whole video. Assholes, did you? Yeah, I watched. I watched all half, a uh, whole half hour. So, of that speaking video. of Florida and Woody and Sandy Hook conspiracy theories, this fucking idiot professor who suggests Sandy Hook massacre didn't occur, but was cooked up by Obama to promote gun control. Woody used to do a radio show with this guy. Get the fuck <laughs> out! Yeah, college radio. And uh, he was a nut back then when he said he was crazy. So here's the guy right there. He's a Florida professor. His name is uh, James Tracy, this crackpot. So uh, and Woody knows him, and he's like, I'm not, Woody's like, I'm not surprised at all. Like, I used to eat acid and rant and rave about it. He was going to kill the president and all this shit. And, and he's, an edu- he's a fucking professor at a university. Ridiculous. So all these people, go fuck yourselves. Drop dead. Drop fucking dead. Yeah. Come, right, come to my garage. Come here tonight. Come here tonight with your fucking guns and your conspiracy theories. I'm going to kick the shit out of every one of you proper, one at a time. Proper hand kicking. So hold they, them down, Dave. If they come with guns, how are you going to kick the shit? Come at 1130 or so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, please try to come uh, later in the show so we don't have to sit here and stare show, at you. For show the whole... up for the poker game. <laughs> I've already been drinking for about two hours, and they're going to have guns? No, thank you. Uh, like... Yeah, Woody's on the chat box. Thank God. James Tracy's radio name was Billy Corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> What a dick. Fuck you, guy. Fucking, uh, if they don't fire this guy immediately, something's definitely wrong. I'm going to go down there. I'm going down there to, on Tuesday to Florida. I'm going to straighten this fucking mess out. He might be old enough to have tenure <laughs> if he worked with Woody. I'm going to go down there and straighten this guy out. <laughs> I'm gonna t- he's going to retire soon if he's friends with Woody. <laughs> yeah. I'll play the long con game. I'll take the class. <laughs> Four years later, I'm going to kick the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> no one 
expects. The Sandy Hook uh, massacre was a hoax. Here's Exodus with Toxic Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> They're best tapes. <laughs> oh, welcome to the jungle coming at you. Sandy Hook massacre is a hoax. Billy Corrupt coming at yeah. you live from WPMW. Billy Corrupt in the morning. <laughs> Dickhead. Yeah. Fuck you, James Tracy. Remember that name. <laughs> Yeah, this is Billy Corrupt. Little toxic walls coming at you. Yeah, Florida University Zone. No Jews in this band. (laughs) Oh my God. 9 11, Building 7. Here's Exodus (laughs) with Bonded by Blood. Fuckhead. I don't understand that whole like. Why can't anything be the way it is? Like, why? Why does? Why does (laughs) stupid Bonded? Why does everything always have to be a conspiracy tour? Like. and I watched that whole video, and it's all like, these are just questions. They're not actually, you know, saying that this isn't true or whatever. You know, like, it, it, it's this whole fucking bullshit where we're saying this, but we're not really saying it. And then it, it's taking points from, like, what newscasters said when it was really confusing and no one knew what was going on, which they still, I mean, weeks later, we still don't know what happened. But then they say things like, this clip proves that there was more than one shooter, and it's a newscaster being like, "We've heard that there's two shooters." It's like they also thought that the dude's brother was the ki- the shooter for like the first two hours. You right? Know? The, you never know what's going. You right. know what it is? The media tries to report everything before they know anything. The media is getting their fucking information from Captain Jenks. They don't know what the fuck. Well, <laughs> there was reports like a guy running in the yeah, woods people call early and on. So whatever, they, they, shit. It'll turn out that this guy was just walking down the street, and they'll turn out into a big conspiracy theory and blah blah blah. You know, and anybody who thinks 9 is a conspiracy, you can go fuck yourself too. You're out of your mind mm. you're out of your mind you think this government could pull off anything you're nuts the president was a moron what about chemtrails fuck chemtrails <laughs> <laughs> fuck everybody fuck twinkies fuck chemtrails can't get the fucking dmv to work properly fuck ex-professor james tracy dave you staying fan that's right i will no i'm not gonna kill him i shouldn't say that on the radio yeah death, right? probably bad a legend you know i mean i'm kidding Allegedly, <laughs> I will allegedly kill him. Yeah. I'm just gonna smack him around. But I will be found innocent. Yeah, <laughs> dickhead. After a what lengthy asshole, <laughs> fuckers. <laughs> you know, it's a real, it's a real fucking, it's it's disgusting to do that to the the memories of these people who died in the 9-11 too. These firemen run into the building to save people and they're like, what about like the Jews and the Zionists? Retarded. Well, You're stupid! I love when they, they, they glossed over the fact that um, Mark Wahlberg was like, if I was on that plane, oh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like, what the fuck would you have done? Yeah, You're like right. three feet tall, you fucking bitch. He would have acted like, until the, they gave up. Uh, <laughs> exactly. They would have they turned the fucking Please stop. I'm going to use my Bostron accent to make you give up. <laughs> have you seen me act? No, don't do it. <laughs> Put the box cutters to their plane. own fucking throats. <laughs> uh, Ram, stop. Stop that hijacking. <laughs> Hey, you terrorists. Put down that box. Cut it out. (laughs) Cut it out. Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) Hand me that pen. I was quite the tough guy in Bostron when I was 16 years old. Yeah. I'll have you know. I was a street... If I was on that plane, that never would have happened. I was a street thug. You fucking high. He backtracked on that, though, after they called him out on it. You're goddamn fucking right he backtracked on it. He was in a fucking fucking movie where they were afraid of trees. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) Afraid of a tree? I don't care. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Afraid also, of nothing. He, he also said making hip-hop records is, quote, easy. <laughs> well, I mean, he did make some classics back in the day. Well, if you make ter- making terrible records is a piece of cake. 
Uh, he was, and I'm surprised people are like uh, he's such a great actor in The Departed. He sucked in that movie. That movie was good. I liked it. I didn't like that movie one bit. But he sucked shit. He, he was so over the top. He was horrible, horrible, horrible. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> John Solomon coming a little later. <laughs> WPRB. That was a test of the compression. <laughs> Minus one. Uh, here's some Thin Lizzy for you. We'll be back. Oh, yeah. Tell the baby. the fuck is that? <laughs> it's your boy, it's Mark. Good. It's good oh, vibrations. That's <laughs> <laughs> My boy. <laughs> it's Mackie Mack. Here's some Thin Lizzy. We'll be right back. Here's some Thin Lizzy. Now shut the fuck up.
yes, uh, John Solomon in the chat box. If you string your curse words together, like uh, fuck stick or ball bag, they will appear in the chat box. No problem. Yeah, I don't know why they they do that. But that was Sirs with Mira Mira Mirabelle sent in by uh, someone. And then before that was Take a Walk <laughs> Live. Sent in by what you Yeah, yeah but, but here, by White Mystery. And uh, then uh, Steve V sent me Sexy But Not Happy by Museum Mouth. Thank you, Steve V. Ball bag. I, I don't look at the I don't look at the chat box often, but this flurry of curses just came in. Yeah, fuck knuckle. <laughs> Those aren't curses. <laughs> Shit boob, <laughs> ball bag, uh-huh. thunder ball Fundable. bag, thunderbowl, <laughs> thunderbowl bag. I like that one. <laughs> um, remember last week we were doing the nope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you weren't here. No, the week before last was it? You were here for this, Dave, at the Johnny Ramon lists. Yes. Oh. yes. oh, there's so many more lists. He'd love to make lists. What were his other lists? Oh, top ten, just random stuff. Okay, so I know t- he was a big horror movie fan. Is there a top ten horror movies? Yep. Uh, you want to? Let me see. Is it here? Mm-hmm, yes. I think so. You you get put me on the spot, Dave. I'm wondering if I know what his number one horror movie would be. I don't see it here. Let's go with, uh, you want to know his punk rock groups are? Number one would be the Ramones. That's right. He puts the Ramones at number one. (laughs) Number (laughs) two would be the Stooges. Uh, Stooges Stooges not even in the top ten. Really? Not even there. Uh, Maybe he counted them as pre-punk. I mean, are these all 70s era punk bands? Mm, Yeah. Are there, there's no 80s? No, there's a couple 80s. MC5? Not on the list. Yeah, the I think fuck? he's he's probably counting that as pre-punk. Uh, I'm gonna say I know he hated Blondie. I know he hated the Talking Heads. I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna say the Dead Boys are probably on there towards the bottom. Number five. Okay. Um, the Clash are gonna be on there. Number two. Uh, Sex Pistols are probably gonna be on Number there. Number three. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, he liked the Damned. Number six. Um, good job, Dave. Dave's killing it. Think heroin. Oh yeah, the heartbreakers are definitely on <laughs> number four. So he ding this man. <laughs> I, I can't ding and look at my list at the same time. Um, there's got to be some fucking cheesy shit on there. I'm sure he, there's some hardcore on there too that uh, I'm not thinking of. Well, you know, you want to know the ones you missed? The or? Dickies might be on there. Number nine. Um, you only, you're only missing three, I think. I'm trying to think. Of yeah, you're only missing three. Dickies. Uh, number seven, number ten, and number eight. You're missing. Can you give me... All right, so there's there's got to be more West Coast. I'm trying to think of who else he would have put on from the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Number 30, Dave already said the Dead Boys. But, thank you. Try to keep up. Television wouldn't be on there. He didn't like them. Um, no, are television punk rock? They were considered part of that whole... Yeah. Are, are Richard Hell and the Voidoids on there? No. Okay. Um, if Marky was in talking about it. He didn't put like fucking Pearl Jam on there or some shit like that because I know he was no no it's, it's, it's straight up punk rock. I don't know they might not be on there. It, Ryan just said the Misfits, but I, I don't know. If nope. They, yeah, I didn't think they'd be on there. <clears throat> um, from Jersey, fuck them. <laughs> oh, the uh, Dictators. Nope. I got one more for you. Um, Gorilla Biscuits. The Germs. <laughs> nope. Bad Brains wouldn't be on there. I don't think. Um, no. All right. This bit's going on too long. Right, sorry, re- <laughs> give, me the, give, me the, give me the other ones. All right. The ones you missed were uh, The Cramps, number okay. seven, Buzzcocks, number eight, and Black Flag, number uh, ten. See, that's yeah. when you said left coast. I thought you That were was the one other band I was, yeah. trying, I was yeah. trying to think of. He's got his top ten Republicans here of all time. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, well, Ronald Reagan's number one. Right. <laughs> Richard Nixon's number two. Very good. Um, number <laughs> three is probably uh, <laughs> Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie wasn't on the funk rock list, though. Close. 
<laughs> Thank you, fucking Dolphins. Is number you are. three Lincoln? <laughs> no, Lincoln's not on there. <laughs> not on there. Uh, Dick where, Army. Where's McCarthy? Not on okay, there. This this list doesn't even seem real to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the list I on my computer, and this just can't. Where's be Oliver North? Real. Is Oliver North on there? It is real. No. What about Chuck Norris? Nope. Chaltron Hestron clocking in at number three. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number three, Chaltron Hestron. And here's a surprising one. Number four, Vincent Gallo. Apparently, he respected Vincent Gallo. They were like good friends, apparently. Oh, what a despicable piece of shit. I met shit. that guy on the street once, and I was like, you're Vincent Gallo. And he was like, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> nice guy. Like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, nice guy. <laughs> number five is the Can Nuge. Can I not shake your hand? <laughs> Schwarzenegger? Uh, yes, number eight. Um, and a couple of uh, radio guys, obviously. Oh, uh, well, they, they yeah, say they're in radio. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Limbo. Hannity, uh, Bob Barr, and Tom DeLay. Does he have a baseball player? Rounding list? out the list. Yep, he's got baseball players subcategorized into 90s and 80s and all time. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, what's yeah. the list? For the uh, 80s ball players. Who do you think he uh, listed number one? Jose Don, Go- Don Mattingly. Jose Canseco. Not even on. He, <laughs> a huge Yankee fan. Don Mattingly, not even on the list. Is Dave Rigetti? can't be real. Dave Winfield? Nope. Dave Rigetti? Nope. Um, who else? Why did he have these no Yankees? Mike, do, Mike Schmidt. Yeah, number two. George Brett. Number nine. Uh, Cal Ripken. Number three. Uh, Reggie Jackson. Not on the list. Eighties. Uh, um, he's kind of a spillover from the seventies. Kevin Moss is not on the list, John. <laughs> Judging from the amount of these lists, I'm glad that he dropped dead because he was just sticking around using our precious resources. <laughs> I, I picture him like sitting in his room, like writing anything. like a madman, just books filled up with these fucking lists. Paul Molitor. No. Keith, <laughs> Keith Hernandez. No. Uh, number one was Ricky Henderson, uh, Schmidt, Ripken. You said Boggs, Ryan Sandberg, Andre Dawson, Robin Yount. Tim Raines, George Brett, and Tony Gwynn. Do you know what I really? I mean, like, it's funny. I actually am surprised that he put a black man at number one, considering that that that's a that's a pretty big list of white ball players. With like a- right, and uh, but uh, you know, Republican doesn't automatically mean you don't like black people. Let's be fair. No, it just meant that he didn't like black people. <laughs> <laughs> this means you don't want them to have any yeah, uh, any you, money. Yeah, it means he's a known racist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you want to go through his '90s ball players, or do you not care? '90s ball players, I'm interested to see. Um, it pretty much reads like the list of the people who didn't get into the Hall of Fame. It's Maguire's number yeah. one. Maguire's right. got to be number one. Bonds. Maguire's down to number five. All right. Who's Bond? Where's Bonds at? Number three. Clemens. Sammy Sosa. Somebody just texted me Vincent Gallo's phone number. You want to call? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. That'd be something. <laughs> where's, uh, where's, uh, um, Ask him say? not Sammy to Sosa. outbid me on this Travis Bean. Derek Jeter. <laughs> yeah, Jeter's Jeter? not on there. Unbelievable. He's got Greg Maddox, Clemens at number two, Bonds three, Griffey Jr., Clark McGuire, Bagwell, Piazza, Biggio, Glavin, and Sosa. Did you guys talk last week about how Piazza did not make the Hall of we Fame? We talked about it. Yes, we did. That is? Yep, yep, yep. All we right. talked all about it. Okay. Listen to this radio show you're on. <laughs> I was I was fishing with LeBron. I had, I had better shit to do. <laughs> he's not interested when At he's least not on it. Post. Right? He's number nine of his all-time basketball players. So yeah. <laughs> Before you close this up, I'd like to hear the horror movie one. I can't, I, it's not here. I, I, have, it. It. I, really I have it. Film Mike reference books. Okay, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. Number one, I have to say it's probably Bride of Frankenstein. Very good. All right. Number two is probably Freaks. No. Is Freaks on the list? Yes. Number nine. Night of the Living Dead. Uh, number four. Dawn of the Dead. No, he wouldn't be that recent. Uh, uh, I'm sure... Dracula. No, but I bet, no. I, I bet Wolfman's on there. 
Frankenstein. Yes. Wolfman. Wolf. Wolfman is Frankenstein. Wolfman. Frankenstein. Dracula. Ten. Eleven. Let die. Wolf. Ding. Die another day. Ding. <laughs> Fundable. Thunderbow. Fundable. Dracula. Frankenstein. Wolf. Wolfman is number eight. Nightmare on Elm Street. No. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Correct. Yes. <laughs> number three. Uh, them. No. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. No. That's a good one. Um, Gates of Hell. No. The Gate. 13 Ghosts. No. House on Haunted Hill. No. The he, has, he has my favorite horror movie on it. Pet Cemetery because they did the soundtrack. <laughs> no. Um, fuck. Horror movies. War of the Worlds. <laughs> Not the Tom Cruise one. No. Sorry. <laughs> I just don't. Like Dave? Shud. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's looking at the list. That's the list. All right, you just want to hear his. Yes. Uh, yes. Which mess? Number five was King Kong. Number six was Reanimator. <laughs> number seven, Evil Dead. Yes. Oh, uh, that's what I meant to say that's instead of Dawn of the Dead. And Damn number it. 10 was Psycho. All right. King Kong is Psycho. not. King Kong is Psycho. not. Psycho. I don't consider King Kong. Oh, Psycho. 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 King Kong is not a horror movie. I, I don't consider King Kong a horror movie either. You don't think a giant gorilla is fucking scary? It's a romantic comedy. Yeah. It's horror. <laughs> it's a rom-com. That's what he likes to call it in biz. Remake that with Katherine Heigl and fucking uh, Gerard Butler. I, you want to hear his all-time top ten of just, like, stuff? Anything. All-time top ten. Best yes. things fucking ever. Yes. I guarantee you number one is, like, World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's no war. Uh, as far as I can see, there's no war. No, there. there's no war. Number one, come on! I know it. What? Oh, well, I know, you have the list in front of you, internet surfing bastard. Hey, what do you want? Sorry, I won't. <laughs> number use one, the number one is either horror movies or baseball. Baseball, okay. yeah. Rock and roll, number two. <laughs> Rock and roll taking a backseat to baseball. <laughs> number three, politics. We all know how that went. <laughs> <laughs> number four, Elvis. Big Elvis fan. Yep. He's also on uh, Elvis's number one on his singers list. Is so. pizza on that list? No, uh, unfortunately, pizza's not on the list. Horror films. Uh, Elvis edging out horror films. <laughs> is, uh, is, is, <laughs> this is really like what a child does. Like, yeah. if you're like 14, exactly. you sit in your room and make these fucking lists. Yeah. On the back of your trapper keeper. Is, is Eddie Vedder on the list? The guy's busy making lists. Pearl Jam? <laughs> no. Uh, number six, film. Oh. Number seven, rock films. <laughs> <laughs> number eight, science fiction films. What a deep thinker. Number nine, reference books. Likes to thumb through the reference <laughs> manual every once in a while. There's little, uh, you know, charts of how long a screw is yeah, and exactly. things like that. You yeah. can break out his dictionary, his Chiltron auto manual. <laughs> That's <Chiltron>. right. Well, <laughs> one, of his, one of his categories is best rock films. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. what, what's number one? Wait, Spinal number Attack? ten is television. He likes TV. Oh, good man. <laughs> I, can, I can get down how with that. How does he that. feel about refrigeration? To watch TV. I like it. It's nice. The boob tube. I bet. Uh, I bet the number one film is uh, Hard Day's Night. No, rock really. And, rock and Roll High School. No, not on there. It is on there. Uh, Blue Hawaii. No, does it, there's got to be. Elvis I've never heard of it, there, but right? I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, it's called Tammy Show. T A M I. Tammy oh, Show. Oh yeah, that was a big. It's that a was Motown the tour yeah. with James Brown and the Stones. I, never, and, I didn't know it. No, it's the first time the Stones toured the states. Anyway, what's number two? Two is Girl Can't Get Help. Uh, three is High School Confidential. Four is Monterey Pop. Five, Buddy Holly Story. Six, Give Me <laughs> He's Shelter. He's a big Gary Pusey fan. <laughs> <laughs> Who what is a fucking asshole? He's underrated. Fucking great movie. It is. Uh, <laughs> next was Help. Eight was Hard Day's Night. Nine was Rock Help before Hard Day's Night? What a fucking dick. I'm glad he died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Wow. What a fucking bunch of fucking... Wow. Help, what, help was better. Help was not better. Oh, no, I'm thinking... No, you're right. I'm sorry, I got it. Help is like... Most of help Hard is fucking night. Ringo looking for it's, a fucking ring. It's like, all, it's like all outtakes. <laughs> bunch of bullshit. No, I'm sorry, I meant to do the other way. Hard Day's Night is a hilarious. Nine was Rock and Roll High School. Number and nine. That'll be the day. Is ten. So Spinal Tap did not even make his list. Wow. I guess he's like yeah. you know, that doesn't really ring his bell. It's not his sense of humor, <laughs> so to speak. I'm gonna ring his bell. Well, there you go. There's Johnny Ramone's list. <laughs> <laughs> guy's making a list. This guy's all busy. I want to know what his number one uh, Ramone songs were, like singles. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Too bad he didn't write that down. It's half written, he keeled over. There's lists that we'll never see. Yeah, right. I got a books and books of lists. He has like Johnny, his, come down to dinner. No, I'm making my list. <laughs> his favorite reference books and it's just in, it's interesting to me. I'll read about Johnny Ramone all day. Fuck. Just leave me a sandwich on the stairs. I'm doing my lists. I'm doing my lists. <laughs> Some kind of monster should be on that list. That's the best rock and roll film of all time. Indeed, there's nothing rock and roll about that film. Exactly, so it makes it even better. It's the best. It's the best of all time. Woody doesn't like soft rock. Or the Beatles. He says the Beatles suck. That's Didn't Woody see them at Shea Stadium? What's your favorite crocus tape? You want to- that was Mothra by Anvil for Metal on Metal, 1982. Right. Straight I mean, from my original. I'm watching LP. like late night television, and they have these commercials for if you had a hip replacement. You could sue, and it's like, have you had metal on metal hip replacement? And the metal is like, you know, metal chrome colored on the thing. And I was like, yeah, I took a picture of it and sent it to Woody. My my, uh, my favorite commercial going on. Which, interestingly, he actually has had hip replacement. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my favorite commercial on right now is the... Um, the cushion you put under your ass when like chairs are too hard. Right. Oh, and the truck no, driver. Yeah, I like that. I want that. My back feels good and my bottom feels good. My bottom. <laughs> bottom it sounded feels like a good. Mario rap. <laughs> my, my back feels, feels good. good. My bottom feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Better recognize. <laughs> my friends are skills. My. <laughs> I gotta. Pee. Oh God. Uh, I wanted to know if Dave's flight sounded like this. Dave went to pee. I don't know why. In the middle of a fucking radio show. Just gets up and walks away. Is it a dolphin sound effect? When you gotta go, you gotta go. Kia ora. And this is Woody loves, New Zealand flight. loves this. This is Before the uh, Richard Simmons off, like disco to flight. a few in-flight safety exercises. New Zealand. Hi, everybody. Oh. In the next three minutes, we're going to work hard, work out, and get you fit to fly. Let's go. Oh my God! First, let's stretch. I'd it rather out crash. Lose that baggage. Stretch <laughs> this plane it went down. <laughs> or slide it under Purposely. the seat in front of you. Stretch and slide. The pilot was called a hero afterwards. You're a giraffe. <laughs> this goes on for three more minutes. No, comes on, buckle it in. Grab. What clip, airline is this? Pull. Do I never fly? Grab, uh, New, clip, uh, some New Zealand. Nice and I'm never flying your airline. The hips, but not too tight. And to undo your belt, just My lift the flap. No sweat. Remember, you must follow crew instructions and light a sign. If your oxygen mask drops down, it's time to take a breather. Pull it down over your nose and mouth, pull the elastic tight, and then breathe. Uh, this sounds no different uh, than the last please. time I flew Virgin Air. That like, was... It's exactly like that, but with blue lighting along the sides. I feel like I just got bukkakied. That was United 93, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark would not have let that happen. <laughs> 
before it crashed. Marky Mark would have choked out Richard Simmons. <laughs> they got they got that movie all wrong. The passengers rebelled and crashed the plane into the into the field in Pennsylvania because Richard Simmons was singing and dancing. Tiny about. red shorts everywhere. <laughs> his suitcase was just filled with spandex. <laughs> so sad. He couldn't even use it as a parachute. Oh. So, wow, there's a lot of dead air on tonight's show. No, there's sure not. I don't think there is. <laughs> I think we're fine. Yeah? Yeah. You think we're good? I think it's time for the Ryan game, though. No, we gotta, uh, what we're going to do is, in, a, in like two minutes, we'll take a break, and then we're going to have John Solomon on the air. Hopefully, he'll be calling in, and we can ask him questions. It's called an interview, and it's when you have a guest, and you ask them questions, and they, you know, in theory, will give you answers, and you'll find things out. Oh, so it's kind of like the lemon cookie one from two episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think John did a mountain of cocaine before uh, he's going to call us. Oh. Seems like a straight enough guy to me. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a lemon cookie. If you're listening, please don't ever come back on the show. Okay. <laughs> you're not welcome here. Child Protective Services swung by here after your appearance. <laughs> yeah, really. If you're going to come to my show, don't bring drugs. This is my house. Like, I have kids. If you drop your fucking bag on the floor or something, you Did know, that happen? No, but it it could. Look, here's here's the thing: if if you're a guest and you're from Astoria and you claim to be quote unquote pee shy and that you have to use the bathroom inside, that's the you're tip on off. It. That's it. That's the tip off. You have I didn't to go even and, think of that. Yeah. But I'm so dense that like I remember being younger and my friends would be like. Oh, we'd all go to the bathroom together. I'm like, why do you guys always pee in groups? <laughs> you guys are like, girl. Yeah, yeah, you guys totally just all go to the bathroom together, and then you come back all happy. What's going on with that? <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. That's crazy. Did you guys eat donuts, too? Because there's a whole bunch of shit powdered sugar all over your face. <laughs> hey, you forgot your CD. You oh. guys got French toast, and you didn't invite me? No. <laughs> Let me, I'm just kidding. Lemon Cookie was great on the show. Until Does anyone the have a razor blade? The show just goes off the rails. But he, no, he was very good. Good. He's no comedian, Brian Bruner. The guy says, <laughs> "We can't trash the past guests." I've already told them they were great. On their way out the door, I lied and said, "Oh, great job!" And they were like, "Oh, you sure it was okay?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that was fantastic." Oh God! Did you, um, just... <laughs> you see me whispering to John the second that we go off the air? That means that I'm telling him to tell them to call a cab. That I'm refused to give them a ride home. I'm just kidding, Lemon Cookie. You're the best. Everybody was great. You're great. You were great on the show. I listened back to it. It was fantastic. I have. Oh wait, I do. I pulled some lemon clip, lemon cookie clips. Your dick is in my mouth. So that was the one thing you said. <laughs> I'm kind of a retard. <laughs> that was another thing you having to say. So there you go. If, but Lee, the benchmark is uh, I forget it. I don't know what to say. Stop. We gotta, we gotta stop. Then. Let's play some music. Yeah. What do you say there, Apple Juice? If you're um. <laughs> All right, forget it. You know, I'm not going to say who the benchmark is. Who is the benchmark? I'm actually curious. No, nah, there was one guest we got on. It was just so boring. It was, it was unbelievable. What do you say? We'll play some music. Okay, here's a bottomless pit. I hope we can play this. We have the guy who owns the record company on the phone, so hopefully it's not a problem. Thank you.
Yes. Hello. That was the bottomless pit. Bottomless pits. Um, bottomless pit. That's uh. If you guys don't know, Bottomless Pit is uh the dudes from Silkworm, and they're an awesome band in their own right now, and they are on John Solomon's record label, Comedy Minus One, I believe. Should Good ask stuff. him that when he calls in. I just hung up on our guest. <laughs> <laughs> he called in, and I started playing a song, and uh, I was like, "What do I do?" Well, the, uh, unfortunately, I don't have the phone system that he has. The luxury of probably that you could pick it up and like screen the calls and stuff. I have to like talk to the people while the song's playing. So yeah, that was Bottomless Pit Does Rock. That great, was a song called record. Souls. What record is that off, Pat? Uh, that's on uh, That's on the newest one. And before that was the Cardinal Movements. Hey, John. Hey. Hey, uh, you're on the air. Can you hear me? I can. All right, can man. Thank you. I can. Thank you I'm very much for thing. calling in. We appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Hello. Thanks for your time. Um, <laughs> oh, sure. It's okay that we play Bottomless Pit, right? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> he has his lawyer with him. You uh, run the record label, uh, Comedy Minus One. Is that correct? That is true. Everything you've said so far is correct. Yes. Show are you research, nice. are baby. Are you cross-examining him? That's real. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your school of interviewing. Yes. Is horrible. And on the correct. night of October 30th, you were, in fact... Is this correct? Did you I not fuck the dolphin? doing a mountain of cocaine. That yes. Is <laughs> that was my first question. How much cocaine have you done before uh, calling into the show? Any at all? At all? Eight ball? <laughs> couple bumps? Um... John, what is the history of this record label, and how do you get like this roster of awesome bands on there? Um, so I, I used to run a label called My Pal God that started when I was in college. So I guess in the in the wow. early 1990s, and I did that for a while, and then reached a point where you know how in comic books sometimes they they ha- they hit a reset button and then they they go to year zero. Uh huh. I sort of wanted to avoid doing that with my pal God, and so I had an idea of, of wanting to start and do something new. And around that time, Tim from Bottomless Pit mentioned that Bottomless Pit had recorded a record that they were going to put out themselves, and I asked if I could help in some way with at least getting a CD version and making it available digitally and. They seemed interested in that fact, and, and that's how we started, I guess, the partnership that, that we've continued for a bunch of different things. This is a, you're, you're based in New Jersey? Is that where you live? Yeah, I'm in New Jersey right now. All right. How old a guy are you, John? I'm 39 years old. That's it? You've, had, you've accomplished so much. There was a single Native American trash <laughs> trash dropping tear that just came out of John O'Land right now. No, I'm, yeah, because I've <laughs> wasted my life. Uh, because, uh, you know, the how long has the Christmas show been going on? It's over 20 uh, years, right? Yeah, I've been doing that since I was 15. Oh, you were 15 when that started. That's crazy. And uh, it, has it always been on uh, some kind of college radio, or did you just start doing it out of your basement? Or No, um, there I got involved. I When I was in grade school, I, I listened to WPRB, the station out of Princeton that I really loved, and I wanted to start a radio station for my high school, and I, I went over there and started volunteering. And uh, eventually the station manager at the time asked me if I wanted to do a show in the middle of the night. And, and I started doing a show from 4 to 7 in the morning on, on Saturdays into Sundays. And then uh, Your parents allowed this? 
Yeah, no, my folks would drive me down and then pick me up and take me to Wawa, and then we'd go home. They were, I mean, a lot of things that I was able to do then I would not have been able to do if they were not on board. That's awesome. Um, And so uh, there was a huge swath of time available Christmas Eve 1988, and I signed up for it and just decided I would stay on the air until the next DJ showed up and did 24 hours the year after that in an accidental tradition was born ah i see when it started was it was it all christmas songs or no it was a mixture of just the records that were at the radio station's meager holiday music library and then just the longest possible songs i could think of because uh, i i have to say it's pretty amazing that you can whip out 24 hours of solid christmas songs yeah i mean who thinks that there are even that many christmas I, songs but apparently there are I, I, I actually think, cents. and hopefully it will never come to this, but I think I could pull off a show of of decent quality that was twice as long without repeats. Like there's wow. there's an incredible amount of music every Christmas that I don't get around to playing. What do you What do you feel like in the twenty third hour usually? <laughs> oh, twenty twenty third hour is great. It's like hours fourteen to eighteen. It's like the the middle third is always the roughest sledding. Yeah, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's a little. I mean, we get to the second hour and half of us are laying on the floor. <laughs> I'm ready to quit the show twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, so as an expert in Christmas songs, what is your ultimate? What's your favorite Christmas song? Um, I mean, that answer varies from time to time. I know my favorite Christmas record is that compilation that the Sonics and the Whalers and the Galaxies did in the late 60s mm-hmm. that has, like, the Sonics doing Santa Claus on it and all the all the tracks on there. It's it's mostly originals, and it's it's tremendous. There are some great songs. Don't Believe in Christmas is a great song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We yeah, used yeah. to do that with the Tencent Fun Fellows. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> isn't it true that this is your favorite Christmas song? My favorite Christmas meal. Uh, um, speaking of that, how did you? I, when I started, when I heard you play the book burners, this is really weird. So on Facebook, I have a friend named Seth Ditchick. I don't know if you know him. I don't think I do. He's from Jersey too, so I don't know. And so uh, he posted, him and his wife were posting that you were having this Christmas marathon, which I had never heard of. So I just listened to it like um, completely separately from the forum or anything else. And as I'm listening to it at work, because I was at work all night, uh, I go, I hear you play the book burners. So I said, oh, he's playing Brad's band and this 24-hour thing. I'm going to request Mike's ham and cheese song and see if we can get that on the air, which you did play. Thank you very much. And then going back and looking through the list of the playlist, I saw that you played Pat's Christmas song like very early in the show. Now, how did you, how did that come about? It's a big mystery to me. I mean, I think most of that stuff comes together like anything now in this day and age, where just someone posted a link to it on the internet, Ah. and I clicked on it and then downloaded it. I mean, I spend Hmm. the majority of my free time in October and November and and December just previewing tracks that either people send me or or records that I've had sitting around for 10 or 11 months. And so somewhere along the way, that found its way into my downloads folder and, and I have a that's nuts sort of a, awesome. a ranking system of things that you know I, I know that if if the moment arises I'll want to play it on the air and 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 lo and behold right, cause I'm trying to think I'm like maybe uh, he saw it on the forum maybe saw it on Facebook do I know this yeah, guy it probably Did... through someone on Facebook I think that's fair to say wow amazing as soon as I saw that you'd played it I was like fuck I probably should have extended it to 3 minutes 30 yeah there was no Rick solo <laughs> George Thurgood would have Thank him solo. You, Small world, man. Small world. 
That's a, so how many songs do you play in a 24-hour period? Have you ever actually counted the amount of songs that you play? I, I, I think it ends up being around 300, though there are some, some longer pieces and sort of some thematic sets. So it's, it's not as many songs as you would think. There's a, there's a guy I know who actually has been working on, like he does a spreadsheet every year of what I do play and what I don't play, and he's eventually going to compile all these statistics for me from the last 10 or 12 years of the show. Of, wow, that's a, of that's gla- a heavy load. emissions and things like that. Wow. Is, is there an element of a Christmas song you try to avoid because all the other stations are playing them to death, like uh, the Ron the World? Or yeah, like, is there like no, a, there won't uh, be any Spectre. of that. Like, if you listen to it, you, you don't understand. There's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, what you would consider offbeat. There's no, like, real pop right, I saw Christmas the list. songs in there, except for, like, maybe, you know, the uh, staples of uh, Run DMC and uh, Ramon's Christmas songs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of it is request-based, so there are favorites that people have year after year that maybe they've discovered from the show that right. then they... You're not playing wonderful Christmas time, time of the year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely, most Christmas music drives me kind of nuts, you know. So, <laughs> and so you're, you're a Jewish guy, for, right? For almost, like, 60 days on either end of Christmas. And, uh, and yeah, I, I try and get away from that. But, I mean, there's some of those songs that I think are great. I think, what's that? Is it Run, Run, Rudolph, that Chuck Berry song? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Someone had mentioned the Ronettes, and I think that stuff is great. Now, as a, uh, you, are you a Jewish man? I am a Jewish man, yes. Yeah, I'm a, both a, Jewish and a man, correct. <laughs> <laughs> so the, do you have a, do you, did you celebrate Christmas in your house, or is just kind of the Christmas song thing seems like a weird kind of thing for a Jewish guy to do? No. Yeah, I mean, as I said earlier, I mean, it's kind of this sort of accidental thing that I, I fell into that now I couldn't imagine doing any anything else on Christmas. Um, no, I mean, we're, we're primarily a, a Hanukkah household here, but um, my wife's uh, folks were going through some some medical stuff over over Christmas this year, so for the first time we had like an emergency Christmas tree. <laughs> and the amount of preparation that goes for the show through to the show is obviously uh, extensive. Like you said, it takes you three months to compile this, listen to everything, put it a ranking ranking system and all this stuff. And then you have a family, right? You have a wife and a child. I do. And uh, how do they take it? Because my 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 wife doesn't like. The amount of show prep I put in it may, it may not sound like I'm preparing, but there's a lot of you prepare for this. Yeah. You're just using that as an excuse, aren't you? I got a real radio guy on here. I want to ask him his, his advice. A lot of the prep that I do, you know, my my daughter goes to bed around you know eight o'clock, and, yeah. and my wife's a school teacher, so she doesn't go to bed uh, that much thereafter. So a lot of the time, much like the conversation we're having now, occurs you know after everyone's gone to sleep. So I'll I'll you know I would preview records. You know, while they were slumbering, or uh, or at times when no one else was in the house, and and yeah, I mean, somehow it all worked out. I I definitely felt like I had a better handle on my prep this holiday season than I might have had in years past. Because December is usually a really really busy time for me, even without the Christmas show. And then you have the regular show prep. You have a regular show from seven to ten on Thursday nights, right? When, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Ten, seven to ten uh, Wednesday nights on WPRB Princeton. Yes. Do you do any other theme night? Like, do you? I mean, I I know I'm a big fan of back in the day making theme mixtapes. So anything that you know, songs that included the word youth in them, you know, or things like that. Like, do you do any other theme shows besides Christmas? No, the, the, I'm trying to think of any good themes that I've had. I mean, a lot of times the show is just sort of based on conversations that I have with friends during the week that you know trigger my memories of, of different songs or. If there was, you know, a, a band somehow in the news or, or things like that, it's not that it's not as thematic or topical, I guess, as I'm making it out. But I did have a good show 
Jesus, probably over a year ago, that was I tried to play as many numerical bands in sequential order. So I started with the Zero Boys and was able to <laughs> get all the idea. way up to, I think, Screw 32 by the time the show ended. And I was going to say you got up to 22 we, and gave up. Well, right? I was going to say, did you get you to, nine, to 999 would be my, uh, Some 41. My, goal. my goal would be to get to 999. 311. You didn't get stuck. It's hour 26, 20. and uh, here's 311 with Down. <laughs> by the way, 311 so is coming to, in a little later. I got later. up to 32, and then the DJ who went on after me played the band uh, 33.3 right afterwards, so he nice. kept it going. 38 special. Now I'm uh, thinking about all these things. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, the, the most difficult one was, I think, it, 26 was one I couldn't crack, and then it turned out that there was like a like an instrumental noise band from San Francisco called 26 that I got a copy of their record and, and kept the streak going. There you go. Um, nice. So did you play Third Eye Blind or Three Knob Blinds? <laughs> That's my... <laughs> Three doors well, down. It was probably uh, it was probably either that band three, the old Discord band, oh, yeah, or you, you know you could play yeah. Spaceman three, Sugarman three. That's there's true. no no three is not a difficult one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Spaceman three, three is yeah. <laughs> Fun Boy three would be yeah. There's there's a lot there actually. Hey John, uh, uh, you give me some more radio advice. Uh, <laughs> how do I how do I get a your brain? How do I get a music license? Uh, I'm sick of playing Police Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not allowed to play I anything. Is it, no, are people going to sue me, or sh- I think, like, should I, I just say fuck a, it? A podcast through one of the free weeklies in Philadelphia of yeah. all sort of Philadelphia, Delaware Valley bands, and I think just more often than not, if you ask, people will. say I do yeah. ask. I ask every, everyone that I play on the show. We've been yeah, and and even like I mean, there's so much stuff. Geez, with like the free music archive and things like that. You yeah, know, you it's can put, true. Put together a pretty good. Radio program just from all the available downloads. I've been doing it, there. but once in a while I want to like throw some EPMD on there and stuff. You know, we've been having a real hard time getting a hold of Salt and Pepper. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, you know, it's maybe, just maybe once in a while I'd like to play some Ray Charles or something, but I can't. Ray the Charles first, will sue the pants the, off me. The first Spinderella might be available. I don't know about the second one. <laughs> the original Spinderella. Yeah. Now this is uh, you work for a radio station that has this music license. It's obviously very expensive for an individual like myself broadcasting from a garage. It's not going to happen, right? Yeah, I don't really know how it works for just, uh, you know, a, a show that's on sporadically. I mean, when I used to do the books at the at the radio station, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a station through universities, so they definitely get a break on, you know, ASCAP and BMI and stuff like that. But yep. it does it does add up considerably over the course of a year. Are you here to say that fascinating. are you here to say that ASCAP and BMI are extortionist uh, corporations? Uh, no, but when I, I used to book a club in Chicago called the Empty Bottle, and when I worked yeah. there, I was always amazed when, like, the ASCAP and BMI people would come by trying to collect for Ugh. what was being played on the stereo between bands, and that just seemed ridiculous to me. Yeah, and the bands get such a small, s- tiny slice of the pie. Yeah, and it was just, I mean, you know, asking a club to sort of keep track of, like, oh, what CD did you put on in between bands on you know February seventeenth? It just I mean that's that's not uh, not yeah. even possible. A lot of people in the chat box yelling at me, "Hey, no one's listening. Just play it. Who cares?" But then I I record onto a podcast, and obviously the podcast is up there, and I think that's where you I can get into trouble. Like you no, know, I, I respect that. I I think you're going about it the right way. It's not the easy way, but it's probably the right way. Well, yeah. plus yeah. I mean there's there's so many bands that we've run into that we're either friends with or you know every every week we make connections with uh with other bands. Oh yeah, people give me new and, stuff all the time, and it's they great. get really excited when we play them. So why not? I mean, there's a lot of great bands. Absolutely, out there that I love coming. the fact I want to play the new bands, but I want to throw a song in once in a while. And what is your guys' problem? 
Everybody we know is more talented than Ray Charles, anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stupid Ray Charles. Don't you want to hear Police Teats again instead of uh, uh, Ray Charles? I do. Especially when it comes right, to I eye have, tests. I have some questions for you guys. Can okay. I you guys yeah, questions? of course. Oh, I like this part. Because there's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I'm sort of an outsider in you all's world and the world of the, the people that are in the chat. And so there are a couple codes that I haven't really cracked. Um, the, the Using the word tapes constantly. Can you explain that? <laughs> okay, yes. We had a guy um, from a band called The Mighty High, and his name is Woody. And uh, Woody is uh, in his 40s. He's an old school guy from uh, Rochester, New York. And he's very into early metal, and everything is a tape to him. So if you have a CD, if you have an LP, if you have anything, it's a tape. Everything's a tape. So it's a CD it's a tape. tape or a record tape or a, um, and he, a yeah. wax cylinder tape. And he it's, also uh, pluralizes everything. The police teeth, you know, the Elliott Smiths. It's just the way he speaks, that New York uh, thing. He says uh, things like this. What's your favorite crocus tape? What's your favorite crocus tape? Everything's a tape. That's where that comes from. Okay, and that, that answers my second question about adding an S to everything. Yeah, that's yeah. Woody, too. It's all Woody. Actually, we, we, had, <laughs> we had one show that infected our entire listening group, like, a, uh, like an influenza, where uh, now everyone just speaks like Woody, which is my worst nightmare. Yeah, Woody from New Rochelle's. <laughs> so, Dave, thank you for bringing Woody in. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I should never have introduced him to the world. It's like bringing Whitney Cummings. Woody is a, uh, he's an encyclopedia of, of early... 80s heavy metal. He knows literally everything that has ever happened, and he, he could tell you every show. He's he's great. I love Woody. It's a good guy. And this one, and this one is is fairly new to me. The Tron suffix. I'll field this one, John. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead, Pat. Uh, our uh, our drummer uh, in Risk Reward, uh, Dan Darrow. Uh, him and and his friends uh, would uh, anything that ends in a T O N, they would. Shove an R into it and make it Tron. So Bill Clintron, Tron, Isaac Newton. You got the, we got Tron. the Neutron. Neutron. Yeah. Did you notice I got the double right. one in there before with Charles Tron Hestron? That was brilliant. Thank you. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> and then yeah, what do you so do Dan though with, with a guy like who's in the chat right now, Conan? Who already has the Tron? Right. Yeah. There, do you reverse it? Does it just become Ton at it's that point? Cone Tron Newton. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We don't pay attention. He's yeah. persona non grata. We just don't mention him at all. Okay. Well, I no. apologize. Cone that. persona Tron grata. Cone Tron Neutron. I, I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to we'll have to crunch the numbers and come back to that. <laughs> do you now? Let me let me ask John. Do you think that we have too many inside jokes as a as a radio show? To I don't know. Can you really worry about it too much? No, I mean I, I think it's like oh, you're asking I mean, that, John. John. I mean, I that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I was being interviewed. Go ahead, John. Oh no, it's okay. It's uh, like I think about like the, it, it's always tough to find an entry point with worlds like that. Like I think about people I know that that listen to the best show on WFMU and like. It's, it takes a while to, to get all of the, not even just the references, but there's a whole back world right. Definitely, that, yeah. that's built into that program. Yeah, I, I, think, yeah. I think you find that with a, with a lot of things like that, where if you just keep listening for a while, eventually you sort of, you can understand the, the unique language that a program has, has come up with. And, and, you know, but I mean, I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of, Insider stuff. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out a bunch of a bunch of things that you all talk about either here or, or on the on the forum that many of you occupy. Yeah, uh, but, I think uh, the same I think thing. It's when worth, uh, you know, it's it, it's time. It's, I don't feel like I've wasted my time. Right. I, I'd like to get into the best show, and uh, I just you know it's hard. I, don't I love best show. I know. I I've listened to it a couple times. It's brilliant. 
But, um, you know, and then I see Stephen Soley post something that's like an inside joke and I don't get it. But it's, that's not the point. The point is that I don't have time to listen to it because I have to edit this and you're listening to music. It's hard to listen to radio, right, John? Like listen to other shows when you're trying to prepare for your own radio show? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I mean, I really like the show that's on before mine, but I never get to hear it because I'm in the other studio prepping for my own program. Right. And and a lot of the a lot of the listening of records that I do during the course of a week is sort of part recreational and part show prep. So yeah, it is especially when you're trying to to fill three hours of music a week and and trying to avoid repeats and trying to listen to as many new releases as possible. I mean, I I spend probably more time than I should uh, prepping for each week's show. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, I, I get to listen to, like, FMU during the day when I'm at work. I'll have my headphones mm-hmm. on. I'll get to listen to, like, Joe Belock's show. Like, Three Court Monty's one of my favorites. Like, I mean, there's there's certain shows that, that lend itself to it when you're doing other things, but when right. you're actually focusing on what you need to do that day, that's it's not happening. Yeah, it's tough to, when you're, <laughs> yeah, this is a show you really have to concentrate. Yeah, I really have to pay attention. <laughs> I don't have 15 beer cans in front of me that are empty. Uh, Brad Weissenberger asked me to ask you about your uh, public enemy uh, fetish when you were younger. Your fetish I, is probably the wrong word. That oh, uh, He said you have all I sorts mean, of gear. And then you posted the other day your dad wearing a, a PE hat. Yeah, so I, uh, so I cover the Princeton men's basketball team. And uh, I had a photographer who was great. He used Prince to shoot games Tron. for me. Prince and, Tron? Uh, and he moved to Florida to go away for college. And so my dad has been taking photos at games for the last year and a half. That's uh-huh. awesome. And uh, when we were packing up from the game last Saturday night, he put on a baseball cap to walk out. And he was wearing my old public enemy hat from high school that he must have just pulled uh, out of the closet at my folks. Right. And I said, I said, Dad, why are you wearing that hat? And he was like, I don't know. I just grabbed a hat from the closet. And I mean, he had no idea. But I'm it was down great. for the revolution, son. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think 911 is a joke. Someone very shrewdly pointed out that if he was wearing that hat, then I was my own dad's S1W. <laughs> Very good. Um, but no, like, I, I mean, I, I was re- like, geez, the, and I'll even use the word tape. Like, that second public enemy tape when yeah. I bought that. It's a good um, tape. When I was on vacation with my family, uh, you know, I think somewhere in upstate New York, like, it was, it was pretty. Uh, pretty life-changing at the time and and i remember i have my my high school like senior portrait i think i'm wearing a public enemy t-shirt and i went uh, my parents let me uh skip school skip school to go to a, a press conference at uh def jam when i was in high school That's that awesome. uh Chuck D and Harry Allen talked at. Oh, uh, Harry but, Allen, I'm a media <laughs> assassin. assassin yeah. Yes, gotta ask and, him. Uh, and Flavor Flav was supposed to be there, but he couldn't find parking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dad just hit Story me. Checks Fla- out. Flavor Flav can't spell parking. <laughs> I met Chuck D, and he was one of the nicest people I've ever met. I in met my him life. once too. He was awesome. He shook yep. my hand, looked directly into my eye. Thank you. Th- this very polite, just just the nicest dude ever. Mm. Good guy, and and so uh, he uh, he and Harry Allen signed an eight by ten for me, and I had that on my wall of my dorm room when I was in college. Wow, that's there fucking awesome! You still have it? Yeah, somewhere I have a like a probably it's probably still in my old bedroom at my folks. I have a bunch. Someone gave me a bunch of you signed like uh, WCW wrestler eight by tens, and I would guess it's so, in the same stack with that. So you're saying you have a box of stuff that your wife won't allow in the house? <laughs> no, I just I just haven't like when I, I moved back to so the area I, it's called the in 2000, and just I 
slowly but surely would like you know anytime I'd go over my folks I'd grab like a handful of records or CDs and and bring them over here but just I just haven't unpacked it all. Hey, I want to ask you. I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the uh, the Silkworm documentary. Do you know where that's at? I don't know. I uh, mean, that's I, Seth Pomeroy. Uh, I think if I'm pronouncing his last name right, right? Yeah, that that Who, is he. Do you have no uh, new information about that? Do you? Jeez, um, I'm, I know that Seth. Well, I don't think I'm giving anything away here. I mean, I know it's very close to done. Uh-huh. I think they had they have some sort of at least digital distribution deal together. Um, I know that there was a couple images that they from labels of bands that he was looking to license or just get permission to use that I helped facilitate a couple of months ago, and that's the last that I've heard of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I would hope that, I mean, I've seen it, and it's great. I mean, I, I cried at the end. I'm yeah. not ashamed to admit that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, I just want, I mean, I have no involvement with it except being a fan of it. I'm, I'm sad that I missed the opportunity to be interviewed for it. Uh, but I just want people to be able to see it because I think it's, it's something that, you know, the majority of us talking now and, and listening to this uh, – care uh, care a great deal about the pieces of it that i've seen are really really amazing yeah i mean it's funny my uh my wife despite my best attempts just can't seem to get into silkworm and we watched about the first third of it one night before she fell asleep and uh i think she sort of started to get well not, not i don't want to say started to get me a little bit better but i think it's sort of the that world started to make a little more sense to Al- her. Albini had a great quote regarding Silkworm, and that uh, he said they were a band that either you were totally obsessed with, or just you couldn't wrap your head around. Well, it took, uh, it took you know, personally for me, it took me to, a little bit to get into them. But once you did, you know, it, it was definitely an acquired taste. But and then once you, like you fall in love with them at some point, at least for yeah, me, that's I, how. I mean, I, I mean, there are even you know records of theirs that you know are not. I mean, even the records of theirs that are not my favorites, like I'll, I'll still. I'll still keep giving them, uh, keep giving it a chance, just because I, I I keep waiting for that moment where it'll all kind of coalesce in ways like, that it has for other people. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, and I, you know, listening to all that uh, '90s indie rock, I couldn't believe that I, that I missed it. You know, it's like, how did this happen? Like, it, it wasn't until my 30s I started listening to them because you were listening to yeah. semi, semi Sonic and Marcy Playground. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I was a big. I, had, uh, I you're all the the Z100 uh, uh, Jingle Balls. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. right, Dave well, Harrison. I mean, I think everyone has those sort of cultural gaps that they eventually have to kind of back up and fill. Like, I went yeah. straight from top 40 radio to discovering punk rock and i had to sort of retroactively back around to uh, classic rock it was a huge gap for me for the longest time and then and then finally i i had to fill it that was well, kind of the opposite i would drive around in a truck uh, working construction and doing that you just can't avoid you know every classic rock song that ever was on the radio like in history which so. is really like 30 songs it's 30 songs yeah. well john so it, it uh it kind of calls back to uh, what you mentioned before that like you can't hear everything you can't absorb everything so like when people come to me and they're like oh my god you never heard this band I'm like no i have a fucking job listen to music all like, day. yeah exactly don't uh, fucking accuse me of not hearing this band i didn't <laughs> i didn't willfully not listen to this fucking band i've never heard of them because i was fucking busy well, what's interesting is like to stay on classic rock um, 
you know, you hear the same 30 bands on like Q104 or whatever fucking classic rock stations there are yep. these days. And then, you know, talking to my father, who was really into garage rock back in the day, you know, and I know we had mentioned like the Sonics and the Whalers. He'd actually seen the Sonics. But uh, he would be like, oh, have you, have you ever heard the Bo Brummels? And things like that that like didn't, they don't play that on any 60s radio station. Right. There's like, yeah. There's well, now the, with the satellite radio, there's a broader spectrum of uh, this little yeah. Steven, you know, but yeah. like it's not even, even that, like it's not like you, you never get a full scope of music, which is really interesting because if you're an obsessive dork like I am, like there's always, there's always more, there's always music, there's always yeah. something always that you haven't discovered. And it drives you nuts. Yeah, I mean, I just I just discovered right. the other day, I just discovered Richard Thompson, who I'd never heard before. Like, I mean, like I'd heard of him and I knew who he was. And uh, I actually was listening to... Uh, oh, I've got some emails for you, my friend. <laughs> I was listening to NPR and they had played like a, a thing on Richard Thompson. I was like, this is awesome. Like, mm-hmm. this is this is completely like, I mean, it, it hit my like point where i love you know big star or you know even yeah. like uh loud and rain wainwright like that kind of stuff and like, yeah we have I, a guest I, on the phone <laughs> <laughs> we're speaking with john solomon of uh wprb princetron university well i i was even thinking about it like i, I when i just finished up doing two weeks of favorite records and reissues and releases from 2012 and there are still records from last year that i probably if i'd heard all of i would have included but just i never you know, it never crossed my, you know, virtual desk at the radio, and I, I never found the time to, to listen to it on my own, and, and, you know, eventually I'll get around to it, but, you know, like you said, you can't listen to everything, but you can still at the same time listen to a lack of a lot. Yeah, and uh, speaking of that, the uh, Silkworm reissues, do you have any news for us on those? People are uh, dying to yeah. for me to ask um, you that. I mean, I, I'm, there are two or three kind of long-term projects that I've been working on for anywhere from the past one to three years, and they all seem like they're finally coming together, and one of those is Libertine, which has been out of print for a really long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean what, do, what do you specifically want to know? Uh, I mean, I, I, I can... I don't want to know anything. <laughs> okay. Um, no, uh, my sure. people. Chat uh, is clamoring. Yeah, well, there's a guy from England on uh, the forum, uh, Pete Tommy Deesky, asked me to ask you about it. And now this guy, uh, his name is Duvet on the chat box. Uh, I bought a Duvet cover on <laughs> online. Yesterday. I think he's from yeah, Wales. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll tell you as much as I think. You know, which albums? Uh, which you too much? Which, um, al- so which li- albums? The Libertine's be- been out of print for a very long time, especially on LP. And so there's a double LP version of the record that'll kind of be like the bottomless pit records where it's two 12 inches because for whatever reason, uh, Tim from Silkworm and bottomless pit is obsessed with the idea of that's what should be a format. normal 33 LP coming out as a double 12 inch. And, uh, right. I have no, no choice, but to respect that double and 12 so inch, you'll tape. have the full record on a much, double 12 inch, much to your bank account chagrin. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Um, and then there'll be a, a CD in the packaging that has all of Libertine, the Marco Collins sessions, which was a, a four song EP, um, that they did at a radio station acoustic and then two other songs that probably people who are really into silkworm have already heard but i don't think have have been available in a package like this and one is a tom petty cover that they did and another is an alternate version of one of the songs on libertine Ooh, can you tell so us what the tom petty song is or no uh, oh uh insider 
Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really great. Um, so that's uh, and uh, all of the artwork, the original artwork from Libertine is gone. So uh, it's it's all new art um, for the LP and the CD that'll be bundled together. And and Tim wrote some notes for it. And I think it looks really beautiful. The uh, the only hang up is that um, like the artwork has just taken a very very long time to come together. And it is uh, painfully close and yet simultaneously very far away. For example, um, there's going to be a sticker on the front because there's uh, it's just a photo of the band. So the way that people will know what the record is is a sticker on the front and the temporary artwork for the sticker where there will be a quote uh, from someone trying to get you to buy the record reads, some short but absurdly flattering quote from someone here signed someone's name so hopefully that will be filled in <laughs> okay uh, when the artwork is actually right done. have you considered using hero of love.com for the artwork the hideous drawings of uh, rock and roll uh, stars maybe uh <laughs> darren king could do a couple drawings for you I've with a uh, with stuff. a blurb from eddie money it would be <laughs> would, would totally sell a silkworm i'm record. telling you i i commissioned him in three days i had five portraits of us it was great um, so uh, I will I will take that under advisement. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you want some, if you want this guy's this guy's quick and he's cheap. I can, I can keep going though. I, 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 there's more to say. I mean, Go I on. I, I have more on the record. So uh, I got all night. It's so only 27 degrees in here. Go ahead. So there's the so there's the I guess you know there'll be the the, the main issue that has also been is I don't know exactly how many of these to make, and I would rather not end up with either a basement of a thousand of them left over, or um, suddenly having uh, demand exceed how many of these are pressed. So there'll be like a couple additional versions of uh, of the record that are available, sort of like Ertzot's Kickstarter style, but not through Kickstarter. Where because uh, I because honestly, I mean to be completely honest, this is going to be the most expensive thing that. Comedy minus one has ever done, and yeah. uh, you, uh, I'd, I'd like to make sure that it can happen. You should take so, a page from a TV Guide in the '90s, pay, pun intended, and uh, release four versions. So just do 250, and then, and then just slightly change the color in the second. Get all the record dorks all fucking hot, or just the color of the vinyl. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't even yeah, I mean, I mean, so what there's going to be is uh, I had someone uh, professionally scan one of the old uh, silkworm shirts. So it's going to be kind of a what's the what's the how do they describe it when uh, when something has like a pre-worn look that isn't pre-worn distressed you know what yeah it has, so there'll be sort of a distressed green silkworm shirt available in addition to the LP that uh, that should look really nice this place in Pittsburgh is is printing it and then um, there'll be like another tier above that where you get the double LP the shirt. A um, an additional 12-inch that'll have the Marco Collins sessions and the two extra songs on it. Um, a print of a photo um, that we didn't use for the artwork of the band, and then like a big zip file of all bootleg live recordings of songs from Libertine. This is a fucking production. This sounds uh, yeah. This all sounds yeah, very expensive. Um, this is like the Criterion Collection of Silkworm. Do you do you is is the record company Criterion? Yeah, just Criterion. Just Fuck. Th- just throw your headphones anywhere there, Dave. It's fine. We're not doing a broadcast. <laughs> Um, is it is it <laughs> is the record company profitable enough for you to? Do, I mean, can you make any money at that? Probably not, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, I've been Couple pretty bucks. good about um, not either the you know most of the records make it into the blacks. A couple of the records are slightly in the red. Okay, um, but you know, there's there's just there's going to be. I think I think by doing these, you know, hopefully once this all gets officially announced, I don't think I've I've said anything that that. I don't think I'm speaking out of school with any of this. You know, that's how the, the hell plan you, that we have. How um, are you running a record co- a company that's in the black in 2013? Well, I mean, it's just sort of. I mean, I've things have moved very, very slowly. I mean, not even that calculated. Just kind of one record comes out, yeah, and then it makes its money back, and the next one comes out. Mm. You but, get um, you get paid to do the radio show. Uh, no, that's a. I used to work. I worked in the, for about five years. I worked in the offices at the station as the bookkeeper. Yeah, so you that, have a, some some kind of other straight job. Yeah, I mean, I mean, mostly the the basketball reporting. That's a whole separate thing that we can get oh, into yeah. or not get into. But right. um, so, just, but just just to, I think the the plan is to sort of announce this with enough lead time. That people can decide which, if any, of these versions of the release they would like, and then that will raise enough capital in advance to fund the pressing of, uh, you know, and I think the pre-orders will determine, um, are there going to be 500 of these? Are there going to be 1,000 of these? Are there going to be 1,500 of these? Um, I mean, I don't think there are going to be none of these. And you're here to say there will be no Kickstarter or anything like that, just like a pre-order deal, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of tossed around the idea of doing Kickstarter, but it, this is more just, I think, to gauge how many of these are not going to end up being in my basement. Yeah, which always two, happens. I got two words that'll put you in the black, my friend. Risk reward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you very much, John. We oh, pr- that's it. We're done. Quit pimping your own band. Do <laughs> uh, you have anything else to say? Go ahead. Do you have anything no, you want to no, plug? No, I, was just, I mean, I was, I was sort of getting yeah, on a roll there out. talking about these things that I'm working on, but uh, I guess I'll keep them all to myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Go no, on. Give, it, give us give us one uh, one secretive thing that you're working on that you're not supposed to talk about. Come on. No, well, I guess, I mean, the... the Come on, dish. The, the, <laughs> the, the, I think the, pro- the only problem is that all of these projects that I've been waiting to come together, hopefully in a staggered fashion, are uh, are seem like they're all kind of coming to a boil at the same time. But uh, in, a, in addition to, uh, you know, loving Silkworm nearly and dearly, I've always been a really big fan of uh, the band 11th Dream Day from Chicago. Okay. And uh, they recorded a record in the early 90s that came out on Atlantic called uh, El Mudio. And it turns out that they had forgotten that they had recorded an alternate version of the record a couple years previous. That uh, um, kind of drugs are they doing? <laughs> well, well, they 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 got temporarily sort of released from their label, oh, okay. and so recorded a version of the record ostensibly to to shop it around, and uh, and but yeah, I don't understand how you could forget that you did that. So it, oh, it has song, right. it has songs that weren't on the original version of the record. That was a hell that, of a decade, um, man. Yeah, yeah, we spent five days together in a totally strange place, <laughs> confined. Totally forgot about that. Slipped my mind. Oops. So it's like an alternate universe version of this record that I always really, really liked. And uh, 
that's another project that again well, it's just a matter sound? of the artwork being finished and then then can can get news about that out more officially than do you than think I've the just done here do you think the alternate version is uh, is superior to the release version uh, I like the sequencing of it better okay. I mean I think in in working with the band they they weren't thrilled with the order of the songs that of how it originally came out so uh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was listening to it. You know, I was listening to the master of it yesterday while my daughter and I were doing a puzzle, and she danced around a lot to it. So it tested mm-hmm. well in the four and a half demographic. There you go, <laughs> the the coveted four and a half demographic. Yes. <laughs> um, John, the um, chat and, box and then, wants me to fire then, everyone on the show and have you in. And then hopefully, you know, hopefully when when Libertine finally gets done. There will knock on wood be be some other silkworm things down the line, but those are are much more hypothetical right now. But but have sort of been talked about a little bit. And uh, so there's no um, end. It's not just going to end with this first one. Hopefully, if the first one's a success, blah blah blah, you go on to the next one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's there's a you know there's at least one record of theirs that's never been available on LP that I'd like to see available on LP. And uh, I mean, I, I'm. You know, again, it's 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 a weird position to be in to be kind of working on these projects that involve one of your, if not your, absolute favorite bands, and wanting to very, very much do right by them. But at the same time, there's a level of disbelief of like, I can't believe I'm getting to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you almost have it. an obligation. I know it well. <laughs> well, John. Uh... Thank you so much. It's been informative. Hey, You're a big hit. Everyone loves you. Hey, John. No, this was great. This was really fun. Thank you so Go much. Go ahead, Harry. Do you, you want to say something? John, no, I just want to. I want to. I want to play him out. Like, hey, John, give me a Public Enemy song you want to go out to. <laughs> wait, wait. Before you do that, uh, since we might not ever have you, uh, you know, you can call in every week for all I care. Well, I'll tell you this. I go where I'm invited, and you were nice enough to you invite more me, than well, thank so of course you. I was going to come Well, on. you were one of uh, our, our dream guests, and uh, you delivered. So if you could, uh, yeah, if you, anytime, any Friday you want to call in, feel free to do so. You want to just say something, get something off your chest, you know, your wife went to sleep. You yeah, carte blanche. You want to bullshit? We're here. And uh, can you just, uh, I need to ask you a favor. Can you give us a station ID? We'll all be quiet, and you could say, like, this is John Solomon. Uh, you're listening to Live from the Brush. Yeah, hold on. I got to. Uh, <laughs> I got to think of something here. Yeah. And All right. Well, you, you know what? Why don't you, you record it? You guys conversate for a second, and I'm going to think of something. And, and think of a public enemy song too. <laughs> when can we all come on your show? <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're driving over to Princeton on Wednesday. I hope you're ready. All five of us. John Solomon's show got canceled this evening. <laughs> John, you can't you can't turn Solomon into a Solomtron, right? That's, 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 no, that's, that's, it's got to be a T O N. That's against the rule. It's got to be a T O N. Maybe we, you could have us on your show while As you're in my on Jimmy Ways a Tron. <laughs> Everyone listen to John's show Wednesdays from seven to ten on WPRB Prince Tron. Prince Tron. And don't forget to uh, go to Comedy Minus One and read his blogs and. Uh, and Hopefully, pre-order the Silkworm out. There'll be updates Fox. on the uh, Silkworm reissues and things of that nature. Yes. All right, is it time? Yeah. I, I really don't have a lot. Go ahead. But I'm... <laughs> You're on. Hi. This is John Solomon. You're listening to Live from the Barrages. <laughs> is that right? Very good. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. Give me a song, John. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Night of Living Bassheads? Oh, Night of Living go. Bassheads. Good choice. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> this guy knows his tunes. Thanks a lot, John. And uh, I don't know. What else? Anything else? No. no we, we that's should... it. 
Mike, you have anything I, I'm to plug? On the, I'm on the, the Facebook and the Twitter. You can find me on those things. I'm, I'm facebook.com slash keeping score at home or slash comedy minus one and at comedy minus one on the Twitter. Follow John Solomon at comedy minus one. And, and, fo- uh, well, follow who's this guy, Daniel the- Ralston? Who, yeah, that's your buddy? Yeah, Daniel I know Rolstrom? Daniel. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's funny on there. I, I follow say, that guy too. I say follow John Solomon more than Twitter. Just follow him to the store, follow him to the bathroom, whatever he's got to do, man. This guy's this guy's got to go on. Follow him around wherever you got to go. Follow him to the record store. What record store down there in Jersey do you have? Anything good? Uh, Vintage Prince Vinyl. Record Exchange is great. Oh. Oh, Prince Tron Record Exchange has filled my home with dollar ninety nine CDs. Nice, nice. On that note, all right. Thanks, Excellent. John. Thanks Thank you lot, so guys. much. Have a great night. Anytime. Here's right, a public enemy. The rest of your show now. All right, buddy. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Public enemy coming at you. Chill out, Fred McMahon. <laughs> Here we go. Wolfman Pat. You suck. Yeah, I suck. Fuck you. You do. I think, yeah. Farrakhan is the one that I'm, sucks. I, I, <laughs> this is some radio show. Bam! In your face, goddamn! This is a dope jam. But let's define the term called dope. And you think it may fucking now? No. Here is a true tale.
that's a little bottomless pit for you. Yeah. You're on live from the barrage. Uh, I'm going to the... What? I was going to hit the, the head. Go I didn't ahead. Tell the whole audience. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is going to pee. The show's regressed. We had a nice classy interview with John Solomon. Now we're going to pee and poop and uh, have poop? sex. Can I poop in that bucket? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Fuck do I care. Yeah. There's no poop bucket. Wait, who's farting? Because it's not me. <laughs> this is, I don't know who this tall Chris guy is. He claims to be in a band called Police Teats. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. It's, you know, I never heard of Victory and Associates or Police Teats. John Salomons likes to play the Police Teats on Prince John. Prince John. Uh, yeah, that was a great interview. Uh, for John, if you're still listening, we really appreciate you calling in. Good stuff. Good He's stuff. not listening anymore. <laughs> Very informative. He's like, he's like Dave Harrison. He only listens if he's, if he's on. I can't figure out if fucking Dolphins is uh, is Lemon Cookie or Brian Bruners. I don't know. So, uh, Dave Harristron joining us again. We're back live from Barrage. We're going to play uh, maybe a little Ryan game. We're going to get out of here. The show's just flying by. Yes. 30, 10 o'clock. So, I we got another half hour. <laughs> Even though Conan claims on his show. I did a, uh, you know, I did a, I don't want to bring up Conan because I don't want to feed the, uh, <laughs> Cosana non grata. I don't want to feed. No, I don't want to feed the uh, monster. Feed of, the know, monster. You, you think yeah. I'm making fun of him? But I'm, I called into Conan's show. It went went pretty well. I listened to it. I isolated a bunch I, of. But maybe we'll play it next time. I, I wonder I if, I don't know if we have time. Today. Do you think no. they ever have me on? This is hairdo, by the way. Do you think they ever have me? Sure, on? Sure. Why wouldn't they? Would they have know. me on? Elitists. Yeah. You know, they're elitists. Conan Neutron. I think that uh, they take the best of the that bunch. Me and, that Stop. me and hairdo should be on your show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, as a duo. Yeah. Well, well, they, well, they don't do it live, so uh, you'd have to call in. Like you'd have to co- coordinate. You'd have to co- cone and coordinate. Dave and I will get smooth and buzzed and throw that shit on speakerphone in my dining room. And we'll have a great. Oh time. wow! He claims to have David Yao, the Jesus Lizard, on on Sunday. So there you go. He'll listen to. In. Can't stop the signal. <laughs> Just search live for the barrage on iTunes and, and uh, Conan's podcast. Their show. <laughs> I didn't say that. I'm just kidding, Conan. All right, so uh, let's, let's check out the Ryan. Anyway, game. let's move along. Thank you, Hairdo. We uh, shall move to the Ryan game. Maybe next week I'll play you my call, my call into Conan show. Interesting uh, conflict of interest. I like it. <laughs> Don't bother. I like it because uh, it went a little something like this. Uh, I, I've never seen Victory and Associates. He's never. That's weird. I think I'm going to come. come <laughs> I, I've never seen. Let's see. <laughs> I, I've never seen pussy. Okay, let's go on to the Ryan Stop. game. That's that's unusual for Conan to say those things. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Dave's dying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, you have a game for us? Yep. All right, here we are. Uh... About the Ryan game. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? About the Ryan game. <laughs> here we go with the Ryan game. What do you got for us this week, Ryan? Here we go. I got a, it's a very simple game. I'll tell you the front man of the band, and you tell me which band he's used. Oh, All so right. easy. Oh, Montrose. Easy, easy. Sammy easy Hagar. <laughs> How do you want to do this? Do you want me to go around the room, or you want to just You're the host. You, you do it. You decide. All right, let's just yell it out. Oh, shit. All right, who's quick? Uh, we're going to argue over who went first then, you know. All right. Oh, what? You're going to argue over who went first. You and Hairdo are going to argue over who went first. All right, I'm not Ryan, give a listen. I never want to go first again. Ryan, you are the ultimate judge and jury. No one else can. There'll be no lobbying. There will be no uh, thing. You oh, just I'll tell lobby. Us. You are the no, law. No lobby. I lobby with uh, hand jobs. <laughs> judge, jury, execution. You know what I, I, call it, I call it a jobby. I, I jobby for my, my votes. <laughs> Do you claim that on your W-2 forms? Absolutely. <laughs> I give four bucks for every hand job to the government. Oh shit! I didn't send in my estimated taxes yet. Your estimated taxes. What do you estimate? Thank you. 
I asked him about 400 hand jobs this Abject year. You failure. 400 hand jobs. That's like $1,600 in taxes. I know. <laughs> I got to pay a lot to the brother, the big big brother that's watching me. That's a big guess, Conan. Nice job. Good get. All right. All right. Simple enough. What do we got? All right. What's with the fucking? We rolling this thing in or what? Let's, Let's roll do it. In. Waiting. <laughs> All right, right. Why wow, she did it in key, huh? Beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of. She's a little flat. Well, key wise, it's like a mailman's key. It opens up every door. <laughs> Thank you, John, for stealing my cheap joke <laughs> before I said it. <laughs> All right. Once again, uh, I'll say the uh, front person for the band, and Getting you tell me which band they. What was that? Play for. Okay. Getting hot in Paul Neal's cock. Okay. She would. Go ahead. Nice. Ugh. All right, Robin Zander. Cheap trick. Oh, we don't go first, right? Damn it. <laughs> Shit. I give that to Dave. Giving it to Dave? Fuck you, Dave. I hate you, Dave. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. <laughs> what is that? I have more. <laughs> <laughs> I only have a couple, so let's all not right. let's not play for too long, all right? <laughs> all right let's I won last week, Heavy Metal Chris, two weeks in a row. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, well, I can't one was I... that I was gone. I, yeah, so. I know. Mario mentioned That's that, right. that if you were here, I would have lost. But... <laughs> I, I, I thought think this so. was gonna coming up. I was gone by the mess around. I thought this was going to be one of those things that just fizzled out after a few weeks. You guys have like these heated fucking rivalries. <laughs> uh, we pissed. did play fine. I'm constantly week, pissed off of about this game. After the game last week, everybody was arguing about uh, about who won. Suck so, my wind. Right. I wasn't ready for that. That was a practice question. Right? Fluff oh, my yeah, hog. You gotta be quick. Elo. Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. No way. It goes both ways. It might, yes. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck was that? It's quiz. She goes yes. both ways. Mike's got a lot of weird pests around. I don't know what the hell is going on over there. All right, Mark Farner. Great fuck I gotta get hairdo. Got it. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, a hairdo. Got it. <laughs> Did you have your grandma record these or something? What the hell is going on? Uh, yeah, posthumously. It was great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we, we spent the day. No, it was great. Like You know what? I said if I could spend one day with my grandma again, I wanted to re-record The Best Around by Joe Esposito. Wasn't that a Mitch album book? <laughs> Grammy, can you cut a bit for the show? <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Please, Grammy. Just once. All right, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Uh, Levi Stubbs. Four tops. Very good. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby huh? Smith. What? Bobby Smith. I have no idea. Bobby Smith in the four tones. <laughs> <laughs> No one knows. Uh, the spinners. Uh, uh, I was close. She's the, a spinner. The staple singers. The cure. Uh, pop staples. Oh, wait, are we still playing? Pop. Can't go with that one. Mom staples. It's a uh, uh, fuck. What are you naming the band? Now we have to name the singer? Yep. I keep, oh, go go I either keep, way? I keep switching okay. back and forth. Suture staples. <laughs> I mean, Mavis was a, Mavis was the lead singer, I yeah, guess. Pop's Mavis. Guitar, you got it. But, Mavis. But okay. Pop sang on... If you d depends on what oh, era. they all sang. Depends Shut up. He's Move giving it to along. you. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving you the right you answer. Oh, let's move on. Moving on. Are you keeping score there, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. I, got oh, I had one. I had one. Oh, you didn't play. I, I was trying to move it on. I was trying to move it along. <laughs> I was trying to keep the fucking show flowing. <laughs> the show's got to hustle. 
All right. Paul Jones or Mike Diabo? Farner. No. That was Mick Jones. A bad company? No. You're in the right area, though. Sort of. Free! Fog hat. No. Manfred Mann. Ah! Oh. Uh, the oh. Earth Band. I got that. Or as I like to call him, the Earth Band. <laughs> Kevin Mark Dubrow. Quite right. Oh, wait, the, the best fucking hairpiece. That's metal. Dire Straits. Mark Moffler. I think it was you. Was nah, it? I don't think so. I don't no. think I was. I, old. Old. I think I was. Sure, you too. I know that. I don't have one so far, but whatever. Wait, wait. Who won that one? I'm gonna give it time. Right, let's what, roll. It wasn't me. I'm moving on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Tie between these two. <coughs> Keep going. I'm going. Colin James Hay. Men at work. work. Men at work. Come on. I Wait have my a hand second. Up. I had my your hand up. You say whoever I the had radio it first. show. Listen to this goddamn replay. I had it first. Chat box. Yeah, who funny. had it first? I Hairdo think, had it first. I think they don't know. They Hairdo. Don't know it was I my first you. fucking. We said it at the exact same time. Just because you thought it first, we can't read your mind. Whoever, whoever the chat box says had it first. Fluff oh, my I'm heart. Giving out, I'm giving out. I'm giving <laughs> I think it to both of you. Mario apparently had it first. I think John got it. Both got it. Sorry, um, Mike. It says hairdo. Hair, actually, the chat box says hairdo. Hairdo should win it by default. He's a big. G- give it to uh, give it to Mike. I give it to both of you. I, yeah, yeah, I, I bet Mike. you will. Mike's Mike's, <laughs> Mike's sold more college hair records all, than yeah. anybody else. That's true. All right, Susie Chiselhurst. Susie and the Banshees. Good. <laughs> F you. Suck it. Fuck your mothers. Thank you. Sorry, John Solomon, if you're still listening. Not your mother. Luther Campbell. Uh, two left crew. crew. Good. I didn't even have to give you Luke Skywalker. Thank you. All right. I'm coming back. Coming back. Oh, fuck. I'm not playing anything, Mike. I'm letting you do it. No, it, it just quit on me. down when it comes to two live true trivia. Trivia. True trivia. I shouldn't have done that. Cocaine. True live crew trivia. Angelo Moore. Fishbone. Good. What? Nice. Uh, you get a fucking demerit for knowing that shit. Steel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. <laughs> Thank you very much. I love that. I mean nuts. <laughs> Hart. Giving Dave a rub down. Hart. Mary, Mary Wilson. Wilson. Nancy Wilson. Oh. Um, fat one. <laughs> I said Mary. He said Nancy. It's Nancy. I got Ann Wilson. Oh, Ann Wilson. She is the lead singer. Nancy was the guitarist. We're all wrong. She sang Dreams, but Ann was the main lead singer there. Yeah. Did you see them do Stairway? No. Stairway to Heaven? Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. It was. It's really good. They they did Stairway to Heaven on the. Uh, Kennedy Center Honors. Mm. Really? Yeah, it's really good. I saw they followed my dick. Well, they claim that uh, <laughs> that they they started uh, hard on Twitter because they were so influenced by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Mary Wilson. She's from the fucking Supreme, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next. Where we going? ZZ Top. Billy, Billy Gibbons. Frank Beard. <laughs> Billy Gibbons. Hey, Frank Beard answer. sang at least one song. I mean, I think I got that. But. Billy Gibbons. Stairmaster to heaven. Very good. Thank you, fucking That's dolphins. That's great. I love that. That uh, is good. All right. Here's uh, uh, two hard ones in a row. <laughs> two hard ones in a row is the worst band I ever saw. I saw them open it up for the Mighty Highs at Grand Victory. I saw them open up for two live crew. <laughs> They're awful. Gary Brooker. Gary U.S. Bonds. No. Brooker. Gary Carter U.S. Bonds. <laughs> The passive ass. Gary, Gary. Brooker T in the MGs. 
and the M-Trons. Uh, the, Bro- the Brooks Brothers. Don't know. I don't know this one. The Crocus. The is Procol Harum. Oh. oh. No water. That's a whiter name. I don't give a fuck. Here's a, here's hey, a white- we it's a wider shade of music. Jesus As the mirror Christ. told us today. Here's, a, here's a white trash band. Ready? Fuck uh, off, Mario. Shh, Mario. You ruined the show. Go away. Danny Joe Brown. Danny Joe Brown. It's a white trash band. That's the hint. Average white, white band. trash. <laughs> Aaron. It's a southern rock band. Leonard Skinner. Oh. Alabama. Kansas. Oh, fuck. Uh, Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet. Oh, yeah. fucking shit. <laughs> Good guess, number 30, with Blackfoot. Good guess. Blackfoot. <laughs> Those first Blackfoot tapes were Dude, awesome. Blackfoot great the, tapes. The, the first Native American fucking classic rock band. <laughs> I love that Woody High has been asleep for an hour because he has to wake up and take care of his children. God. Take his kid to yeah, the right. fucking princess store. It's real rock and roll. His I listen kids, to Exodus. Kids, the, the irony is his kid's 23. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to Exodus at 5 p.m. and then go to sleep. Lou Graham. Foreigner. Yes. Shit. Pat's waiting to come back. (laughs) (laughs) Herda's been staking out the Korean karaoke bars. I love when Herda doesn't tell me what's going on. (sighs) Thurston Moore. Sonic Sonic Youth. Youth. Fuck. Come on. Dave Harris Tron's got that? You're the best. Around. Uh, they were my first concert. Nothing's ever gonna mm. keep you down. You're the best. Around. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. You're the best. Around. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. No. Is that you? Had you get, had you get I, Lorenzo to come? I back? swear to God, it's not. I did not record this. I had nothing to do with it. It's just, it's found gold. Mike's, Mike's soliciting best around things on Craigslist. Yeah. You sing best around. Me. I'll jerk off Me. on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Rub your toes and bite you in the face. You. Give me your best around tapes. Me. Come over and uh, cook your mom dinner. I'm going to off that as a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. All right, here we go. Chuck Negron. Yeah. Three oh, dog, right. three dog, damn it. Really? I was going to tie hairdo and uh, Dave. He, he didn't get it. He, he admitted he didn't get it. <laughs> I have. I have. What's a, what are their what are their stupid songs? Joy to the world, motherfucker! Yeah. Yeah. Joy to the fishes in the deep blue sea. Go Joy to no. fucking you and me. Go to go to. <laughs> Mama told Joy you to the smoke. Mama crack. told you not to come. Mama told you not to smoke <laughs> crack under a bridge. Dude, but one. Mama told you not to come is Dave Harrison's favorite fetish uh, sex tape. <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> Here we go. Them. Van Morrison. Van Morrison. Oh, damn you guys! I know these answers. Why? I just not fast enough. Go ahead, Ron. I don't want to make you guys nervous or anything. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone stole my bike. Hey, Mario, spinning plates on a stick. John's playing the metal patient music. The basement of the Alamo. <laughs> the Sonics. Jerry Rosalie. Fred. Damn you, Dave Harris Trons, and your knowledge of rock and roll trivia. Here's the next one Lonesome Dave Paveret. Dave Paveret. 
<laughs> Dave Harrison, the Dave Harrison Band. Dave, Dave Harrison, Harrison Five. And this band has been named already. <laughs> Three Dog Night, Kansas. Kansas Al- Dog Alabama. Night, Blackfoot. Failure. <laughs> Deer Hoof. Deer, deer hoof. <laughs> Grizzly Bear. <laughs> Animal Collective. Arctic Monkeys. And Shellac. Smells like funk ass. <laughs> what? It's a good band. Check them out. That's right. Uh, the answer is Fog Hat. Ah, uh, the old Fog Hat. And Woody has the Fog Cab. Fogtron. Tron Hat. Radiohead. Tom York. Tom York. I was going to say Weird Eye Guy. Dave got it. I'm not fast enough. I hate buzzer games. I saw a picture of Tom York today. That guy looks fucking terrifying these days. He looked terrifying to begin with. Yeah, exactly. It's not. A I new also thing. heard. Um, Did you see Mr. King's drawing of Tom York? It's <laughs> fucking great. It he was balanced his eyes out. He said that it was. It was. He had a hard time drawing me and Tom York. Those are the two toughest drawings he ever had. I, I can see why. that challenges. Of you know his what? Career. I actually, I heard today was it was on Vulture. They posted it. It was losing my religion in major key. So they took, I saw that. I yeah. saw that. It and was click fucking. It. it was fucking great. Was it? I I hate that song. In in a and, <laughs> and usually I'm also one of those people that thinks. <laughs> no, look it up because it's it's worth, okay. It's worth listening to. Uh, the I, I love the minor key and I think more bands should use it. In this case, the way that they redid the song, it's fucking great. I absolutely I, love no. It. I saw it today on Reddit. I liked it. I I can't pull out my Safari for some reason. That's me in the oh, corner. Here it comes. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Probably Moving on. The whole radio show. A few more. I got a few more. All right, ready? Frank Black. Pixies. Pixies. Frank Black and the Catholics. Pat got it. And actually, John got it too. Sort of. <laughs> that would have been good. Damn you! That's like saying that's like Paul McCartney and the answer is wings. John's gonna burn my house down and kick. I'm my not dog. wrong. It's like uh, what's his name in, in Cheers? Three people have never been in my kitchen. <laughs> that's I love that answer. That's the best episode of Cheers. The best ever. is when they go yeah. through the uh, fucking uh, categories and it's like the mail, yeah, the beer. Yeah. <laughs> we had a American we history. He's like, stamps. I have to say, we had a great we had a great Facebook back and forth. About the episode of Different Strokes where Dudley gets uh, yeah, Dudley yeah. Gets, gets touched and yeah. no, by gets Gordon touched, Jump. Dan Dara just kept saying like I can't find the Dudley ass ramming episode. Like he's, <laughs> he's the crudest man on earth, Dan Dara. He just gives not a fuck for any kind of tact. <laughs> I can't find the Dudley ass ramming episode. Where's you know the episode where he gets ass rammed? Yeah, he just like keeps saying. It. Why does nobody discuss the fact that Arnold left him there to get raped? Yeah. <laughs> he just bolted on his friend. Man. I did watch. The whole drinking episode where that kid was Maybe bringing the vodka into the bathroom it. and yeah. sucking it down. That was great. He, he thought he might be into it. Chewing the gum. He's laughing at all my jokes. I like going Dudley is always stoned. Dudley is always two pulls of, of whiskey away from getting ass right. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked, at, I looked him up. Dudley freak. is the only guy who didn't like die in a gutter. He's very successful. Dudley's doing all right. Dudley's fine. He's he, a movie producer. He was in Friday the Thirteenth, Part Five. Exactly. Right. So this is Dudley looks great. So now he finds his actors, right? <laughs> so you're pro Namblo, is what you're saying? Finally, this ass ramming has paid off. Exactly. Here's one fucking person who has benefited from being fucking diddled. <laughs> and R. A. Dickey. Uh, Move it on with the game. And John Hulham. The James Gang. Joe Walsh. Joe, Joe, mm. <laughs> you just did a Patty and Selma. Mm. Annoyed grunt. 
John King. What? Mamas and the Papas. Nope. The King version. <laughs> King Definitely. James version? Yes. Everybody knows about that. Shit. The King James version? I know that. Gang of Four. Gang of Four is correct. Wow. I cheated. You did cheat. Yeah, you did cheat. <laughs> I can tell you cheated. Conan Neutrons. Give me that answer. I'm going to put Conan down for one point. Persona non grata. Conan Neutrons. Conan Neutrons getting a point for that. Let's go to the next question. Archers of Loaf. Uh, Eric Bachman. That yeah. was good, John. Stick. I can't believe it. You win an extra three years of virginity for that. Right? <laughs> I get a beard and glasses <laughs> set to bring to the next concert. War. Eric Burton. Eric Burton. Dave Harry. Oh, no. I, I, I'm, I'm all Eric. for fairness. It's I know when I'm beat. Eric Bertron. Bertron. <laughs> Spill wild. Day I swear to flip it flop. Beat a flop. Pick up. Let's, let's reel it in, fellas. Come on, let's get, let's get Ryan. Get you got game. ten minutes. You got no problem. We got all time in the world, buddy. Oh, okay, <laughs> we got all time in the world. He says. Yeah, we He's got mad time on his hands. Here we go. He's got a second. I was left. the star of that movie. I only got a couple left. A right. long-haired gnome. What? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Come on. This has been going on for a while, right? Yeah. All right. Steve Walsh. The Joe Walsh Project. Steve Walsh Project, <laughs> which I believe was some sort of hovercraft. The Steve Perry Project. <laughs> <laughs> Done with mirrors. <laughs> Wolfman shade of pale. I don't think that works, Kyle, but I like it anyway. <laughs> Steve it, Walsh? I like that. No idea. A BLO. The, uh, the, the fucking the, the Irish band. That silly Irish band. The Wolf Tones. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love that Airdrie lives in an alternate universe where Zoot Suit Charlie and the Wolf Tones are actually bands. <laughs> the Wolf Tones are a band. No, they're not. They are actually. Really? Yeah. You think I'm making this shit up? Yes. I love. I love. Yes. I, love my I love that Dave Harrison lives in an alternate reality where he thinks he's Irish. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I'm ruddy and I have a drinking problem. Look, look, running into a building on fire doesn't make you Irish. <laughs> Beating your wife does. Fair enough. You gotta wear the right shirt when you do it, though. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's the name of a state. Kansas. Kansas, Kansas is right. Fuck. Another point. I'm not me. even listening. I'm fighting with Conan Neutrons on the so chat wait. box. So wait. <laughs> Boltron's not a state. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. Okay. Ryan says he has one more. We're going to wrap up the game. Oh, I got a whole list here. I can't Look keep at going. That. Look keep at going. that PC. Going. I've never seen that before. This is my wife's. Nice. Somebody broke mine, so... Now he uses probably his me. That's why Ryan has a pink and paisley uh, Dell laptop. That's right. <laughs> it's got pictures it's of got uh, an the power, Powerpuff it. Girls on. I'd, I'd, I'd clown it, but I have a paisley Telecaster. So <laughs> you do. I'm just confident. And you're my thinking about getting another one, right? No, I'm not. Oh, I'm right. not buying any more guitars. I'm done. Mm, yeah, I swear. Okay. Let's see what else we got. If Vincent here, Gallo's got... listening. Don't fucking bid against me oh, on that we... fucking Travis Bean. <laughs> we have Ian Anderson. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, that's all. Who's that hair? Do you got that? Yes. Come on, really? Is it a tie? I think. You, All right, I'll give it to John Hulahan. Give it to John Hulahan. Right, split it up. Mario's favorite band, Jethro Tulls. Slayer. Tom That's you. Thank you. I was the clearest and oh, I thought we were done. I wasn't ready. Oh, I can keep going. Here. All right, go. 
do more stuff like that, though. <laughs> no, I like that stuff. Uh, the bass player Skew. for Slayer. Skew. <laughs> Skew to my demographic. Yeah, come on. It's like the SATs, and he's like an inner city black kid. So, <laughs> he, I, I'm cool. I, I'm Coolio, and, and he's Susan, what's her name, or whatever? Michelle Pfeiffer. Susan Pfeiffer. Susan Day. Susan Pfeiffer, Michelle Day. All those people. How many of you out there are into older women? Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, Eric. Eric. Uh, oh, fuck. I went to school with his son. Uh, That's actually Eric his Bloom. Name. You win. Uh, yeah, Eric Bloom, bitch. John Suck it. Big Afro. John, <laughs> John, you are catching up. Yeah. <laughs> really? I have a chance? You trail by four. Wow. You trail Harrison by four. Okay. <laughs> Blue Oyster uh, Cult from Long Island. <laughs> Needs more cowbell. They're from like Amityville's. <laughs> All right. <laughs> your hump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just fills the dead air with your hump. Right. Right. Somebody say something quick. Pro- hump. Produ- I produce something, don't I? <laughs> Go ahead. Shoot. Now I'm, now I'm scouring here. I need a spicy mm-hmm. vodka. Yeah. yeah. That sounds fancy. If we stop, <laughs> if, if we stop now. Team. Wait, hold on. If we stop now, I win, right? Yeah, that's, game, that's game over. Wait, here's I'm, here's a uh, Heritage answers for the last. Lost Boys, How Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf Two, Lost Boys Two, <laughs> <laughs> Fundable, Fundable, Fundable. <laughs> All right, uh, the Runaways. Uh, Joan Jett, Jerry. Sherry Curry, Sherry Curry. Ah, uh, damn it, Joan Jett played guitar, gentlemen. Oh, I listen to that stupid Crimson and Clover song, and Tommy James. Uh, co- I have a cover. great Sherry Curry show. I have a great. Crimson Tron and Clover. Man, her voice her. is the sexiest fucking thing ever. You made out with her? No, I'm gonna play us out. You'd with be the her. first yeah. dude to do that. No, no, no. I Not with Joan Jett. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you know, I, I, okay. is she from Long Island too? Joan Jett. Know. She's from Long Island. Is she? Yes. No. She used to live in uh, in Manhasset Hills. Manhasset. <laughs> Seriously, I used to watch her okay. put her garbage out in the morning every time the school bus went past her house. Here's, here's another one. Dennis DeYoung. Sticks. Yes. Wow, nice Stinks. job. It's pronounced stinks. Well done. Stikes. Stinks. <laughs> are you still on the uh, fucking, uh, are you still taking over the sound effects here? Because you're a little slow on the uptake. No, no I, I don't want it for myself. Show I'm not that kind of guy. I don't want to do myself. Like Dave fucking, just wants to end the show so he can win. It's like fucking water torture. <laughs> All right, let's do one more and call it a day. Right. Live from the Mirage. This one's worth you. ten points. Abu Garib. Oh, shut it off! Yikes! <laughs> giving me gay. Roxy Music. Brian, Brian, Brian Ferry. Ferry. Is that a four-way? John tie? Ferry. <laughs> I think I got it out first. I think Hooli got it. No, I don't think I got it out first. Somebody else got it out before me. I said well, John Ferry. Right, Time to six. Let's do one more. All right. I think you got that one, though. Touchy feely. Couldn't you do something like UTFO? <laughs> like, I know who that is. U- U- UTFO. Right, Roxanne Chante. Nice <laughs> Bullshit. The educated rapper. I fancy a nice game of Mixed Bad Gammon. <laughs> Violent Femmes. Gordon Gano. Yeah. Nice. Oh, you should be very proud that Where you know that bullshit. Elliot Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> I don't All know, right. I don't know if this one, how right this one. Jimmy Gestapo. Murphy's Law. Law. Is that right? Is he, he's <laughs> yeah. always been? All right. <laughs> All right. Who won? It's a, it's a runaway. It's a runaway. Dave Harris tries. You got within, you got within shooting range, but uh, he ran away with the ball. Dave That's- is the winner. Congratulations, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow.
get to go home to a girl that may fuck me if I'm lucky. <laughs> well, you are the best around. You're the only one. Here's um, the final scores. Can I uh, read the? Go, of course. Uh, Dave, Shit. you had 17. John, you had nine. Mike, five. Pat, five. And Conan Newton, one. Uh, Conan got a Conan Codron Codron Newton Newton. Thank the, you, for, uh, thank you for playing everything. Yeah, Ryan game, yeah. everybody. Oh, That's yeah. good stuff. All right, it's the Ryan game, and uh, yeah, they're week. That's about it, right? Let's wrap this up. I'll, I'll, uh, what you want to play some? I'll yep. play us out. Okay, I have a good Sherry Curry song. All right, nice. And uh, go to livefromthebrage.com. We will not see you next week. We'll see you the week after that. What's I guess. wrong with next week? Now I'm going to be in Florida with fishing with LeBron James. We're going to be broadcasting from Patrick Walsh. You guys want to do? Week. You guys want to do the show? It's up to you. Leave us the keys. Leave us the keys. Yeah, right. right. I'd like to see how Why they get mine. I'm not leaving you guys you're in my fucking, house. You're, it's not in your house. It's your fucking garage. What are you? Some kind you're of burn my house down. What are you, an elitist? Do you think yeah. you, you think your house is not going to get burned down if you're not <laughs> home? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> I will make sure your house is burned down Thank if we don't you. have a show. Thank you, John's, Harris, John's afraid that he might leave me the keys to the house and the house might be cleaner. Than when oh. he left it, yeah. or that I'll that set. I'll set listen, I'm no bartender, buddy. <laughs> exactly. To say, Pat won't know which bartender to return the keys to. <laughs> yeah. sta- when I get back from Florida, I'll be standing here with the keys in his hand. Like, what do yeah, I do? You're gonna, you're gonna have to go to uh, Ridgewood. Meet meet me on the Upper East Side. I got to drop all these keys to you, John. Yeah, all right, we'd like to, to thank to thank our guest, John Solomon. And uh, thank you, everybody. We will see you soon. Yeah. Take care. Take Thanks care. a lot. Go to uh, yeah. Go to all that stuff. Oh, good. Oh, shit. Hold on. Who's calling? Call, you're on the air. Hey, it's Tree. Hey, Tree. How you doing? Fine. How are you guys doing? We're doing pretty good. How are you? Stupid sideburns. I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not too late, am I? Uh, well, we were wrapping it up, but uh, go ahead. Say what you want to say. If you got something <laughs> good. Thanks. Um, first of all, if you ever run into Tom York, just remember he's more scared of you than you are of him. Right. <laughs> and, uh, it's, like, it's like an alligator in Florida. <laughs> that, if, he dives, song, if he dives into the water, that, it's not aggressive. It's just he's more comfortable there. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, that's that's not the song from Peewee's Big Adventure. No, it's it's uh, it's it's called a uh, saber dance. It's an old uh, an old tune. Okay, so you guys know. I do. None of that. I knew what it was. I'm not the, I'm not the, uh, I know my Danny Elfman. I'm, I'm, I'm it's not Danny Elfman. I know it's not Danny Elfman. In other words, I know him enough but to it, know it's it not him. But it was featured in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It's a European composer. I forget his name. But it's, idiots. It, it's, uh, you're a dick, John. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> what a know-it-all. I'm I know I, my Danny Elfman uh, you because, just said. Now you're going to lie and backtrack. Hold on, dick. What I'm saying is I know that it wasn't his composition of it. Okay, I see. I have I understand. I see what you're saying now. Okay, okay. God, I, I have it all lined up if you need it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Danny Elfman was the lead singer for the Vanilla Fudge. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Tree. I'm turning everyone's mics down. It's just you. Danny Elftron. <laughs> so um, so we, went, um, we went out to grab a couple of burritos and we were listening to the radio, and I heard the boys are back in town, followed by... Uh, YMCA, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on which song is more homoerotic. You assholes, you want to talk about fucking classic rock? Finn Lizzie is always more homoerotic. Definitely. I like him. Uh, I mean, he's pretty obsessed with the boys. Yeah, he yeah. loves the boys. But I like, the boys. I like the fact that he likes the boys. I always assumed that town was a euphemism for his butthole. But here's like, Finn Lizzie now. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> really? The boys are back in brown. <laughs> brown, yeah. They always yeah. assume like like kind of like a tutti frutti good well, booty was the original lyrics. What was the other song, Tree? 
YMCA. YMCA. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to go with Thin Lizzy. <laughs> yeah, if, you were, if you were a black dude if, growing if, up in Dublin. If, if Phil Linnick could sing on YMCA, that would be the gayest song ever. <laughs> if you were a black dude growing up in Dublin, I'm pretty sure you'd be terrified anytime the quote unquote boys were mentioned. <laughs> All right. Um, hey. Yeah. Hey, why, why not? Why not? There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm out of here. You guys take it easy. Thanks, Tree. Thanks, Thanks Tree. Yeah. Take care, and we will see you all two weeks from now. Goodbye. I am Spike from DRI, and this is live from the barrage.
I'm kind of a retard. <laughs>